Live again, live and direct, episode 8, coming to you, Boston's big podcast, I am Easty, I'm Jack Bardsley, we're wrapping up, wrapping up March, wrapping up the second month, exactly, wrapping up, wrapping it up and getting started with some baseball, some baseball, believe it or not, we are two days away from baseball season, I know, March, Stop. Two day, there's still some some snow on the ground, a little bit. Yeah, patches of snow. Good thing there's no snow was, down uh, in Tropicana. You know. Yeah, good thing they're playing in the beautiful Trop. One of the against the shit team. One of the fine uh, sports venues in the world. America's hidden gem. Yep. <laughs> Eighth wonder of the world, the Trop. <laughs> still got Devil Rays swimming outside, swimming out. I think in they do. Field. That's the main attraction right there. Yeah. It's way more interesting than the team they got this year. Then they go over to Miami. Yep. Play those freaking flopping fish. Oh, yeah. Nothing like some Florida baseball. Then they play Tampa again, I'm pretty sure. They come. When do they come here? The uh, 5th, believe, April 5th. Yeah. Um, Is that against Tampa? I think so. Okay. I think we got... So hopefully it'll be a little warmer by then. Yeah. A little warmer and... Uh, it's not feeling like baseball season yet. No. By end of the week it, it should, though. 60 hopefully. degrees, end of the week. There we go. That's perfect. You know, perfect timing. You know where to get your weather alerts from, people. Yep. At Easty, Easty underscore the muscle. Easty underscore the muscle on Snapchat. Well, hopefully I don't have to do too many more weather alerts. Hopefully we're done with this fucking That's true. snow. You only All do set. them when it snows? You don't do, like, summer weather alerts? Like, nah. No? This is a winter-only thing. Okay. All right. This is a in-the-plow truck. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's you know, take care in the business. plow truck. That's you know? the thing. Either yeah. plow truck or out out in the elements, yep. snow blowing, whatever I might be doing that yep. that day. Yep. You know, shoveling, ice melting. Sometimes it's just waiting. Play the waiting game, you know? It's always good. Gotta wait on the weather sometimes, people. Hey, I mean... But, like I said, I am the most accurate. Your, your local weather person ain't as good as me. No, they're probably not. Especially uh, lately, they've been they've been off. Notice, notice we were supposed to get some big storm right. last week. Yeah. I didn't even post one. No. Because you knew. I knew. You feel it in your bones. Exactly. <laughs> I've been weathered for this. Exactly. Built for this. So follow him. Even though I'm fucking ready to go somewhere warm and move down there, but that's for another story for another time. Hey, you'll get there. For now? For now, we should get to sports. Well, we can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good about the weather. Yeah. You know? Well, it started talking about the Sox. It doesn't feel like baseball season, but they are starting in two days. Nope. Best record in the Grapefruit League! Yeah, so uh, since you brought that up, I guess we'll start with Cora's comments today. Uh, his, I don't know. I think they were facetious. You think so? Yeah. He seems pretty pumped up about having the best record in the league, in the Grapefruit League. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> like like we always say, you can't put too much stock in spring stuff. I mean, I guess right. we... But I, I guess, mean, just the oh, way no. he said it, he was like... He was like, other than the freaking best record. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, other than the freaking best record in baseball. Like, he was being cocky about it. Like, it means anything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we say, we always say we don't put too much stock in spring. But on the flip side, if they were 9-22. and Well, that's what he said also. He was like, if we were 9-22, and he's like, we, would, we wouldn't be here in the end of it. Yep, exactly. Although so they you- would if they started the regular season well. That's all that matters. Yep. But winning is a great deodorant. It is. Who's that? Jeff Howe. But not winning in spring training. That no, doesn't. No. That doesn't deodorize anything. No. <laughs> Deodorizes them not having fun, though. They're yeah. having fun. That's good. Having a blast. That's good. 
Um, speaking of having a blast, the dancing thing, which we've talked about in past episodes, yep. and how we're not a fan of it, cut it out this year. Um, so they're, I think they're cutting it out, or they're changing it at least. Yeah, what for, Mookie had. Mookie, but Mookie still seems like he wants to have some sort of dancing incorporated. Like, he held a dancing class yeah. today, yesterday. Stupid. Ridiculous. I don't think Absolutely that. ridiculous. And the the part I didn't like is um, they asked, you know, why they, or if they would continue the dancing. And he said, well, it's kind of like, he's, he's like, it's kind of what's made us, like, famous as an outfield. So they want to keep it going or something. Like, it sounded like he had his priorities all out of whack. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be a pretty famous outfield if you want to. A few playoff yeah. games, you know, and one of one of one series. You can be like as famous as you can possibly be as a Boston Red Sox, then win. win. No one's gonna like if you win don't win in anything. If you don't win anything, we're not gonna look back twenty years from now and be like, oh, remember that great Mookie Betts and those awesome dances he did after every game? I know, right? It's like, come on. No, that's child's play. Child's play. That is, uh, you know, you hit it on the head. Priorities out of whack. Yeah, you know, if you're. At all concerned about dancing to the point where you're holding classes about it and shit. Exactly. Come on. Get some extra hacks in the cage, will you? Right. Shag a couple extra fly right. balls. Worry about winning. And this is a guy that we're supposed to be, I mean, you would think we would be counting on as a leader at this point, but. Who knows? Maybe. This... As many people have said, there's really nobody on this team that has great leadership qualities. No. No one's really stepped up. Nobody has. Grab the bull by the horns. Be Pedroia, but no. I mean, we've talked about his issue. Yeah, the thing with Machado last year. Yep. I mean, he's he's proven, and you would have thought that he would have been a better leader, but he's proven the last couple years that that's too much for him. Yeah. He just wants to. He just wants to play hard. Yeah. And I mean, you know, there's. I guess there's a difference between leading by example and just playing hard. Like apparently. I mean, I never question. I never question his effort. Like, and I think that alone sets a good example for the rest of the players. Cause no, that's he, what he brings his A game every day. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm saying with the be leading by example, but right. He must. I don't know. I don't know why. How that doesn't rub off on anyone else. You know, like Pedroia is one that plays to win, and he don't somehow it doesn't translate from him himself to these other players. Maybe yeah. it's an age thing or something. He plays know. to win, but he's not good at. Kind of, uh, you know, spreading that mentality throughout the clubhouse. Yeah, gathering which the troops. Is what you need from a guy who's been in the league for you know eleven years. Exactly. Has won an MVP, won a couple World Series, Rookie of the Year, all these accolades, all these Gold Gloves. He's like a well-respected, you know, hard-nosed baseball player, but he doesn't have the leadership quality that we thought he had. So, and his comments—I don't know if you heard his comments the other day. Pedroia about uh, or what was it? yesterday about John Farrell I know that they don't like each other right so I don't know he said Farrell's approach last year would wear on guys and he was basically just throwing Farrell under the bus and saying you know a lot of their you know the lack of success in the playoffs last year was I mean it seems like he's putting it on Farrell yeah which like yeah Farrell wasn't a great manager last year and I can agree with that to an extent, but why is he talking about this right now? You know, like we're two days away from a new season starting, and he's talking about the manager from last year and throwing him under the bus and like 
I don't, I, I don't know. It just I seems like it's it might be just his way of giving an excuse for the way they played at the end of the year. The only one. But we don't need to hear excuses right no, now. No, we That's need the thing. We need we especially need. not. We don't. Last year means nothing. Exactly. There's no manager. We're no two days away test. from a new season. Exactly. Anyone who's still talking about last year, it's like, come on, you got to move on. Exactly. Exactly. So. And hopefully that just didn't sour him to the point where he's now just going to be like that for the rest of his life, be a freaking sour puss on the side. Well, at least his buddy. Think about the past. His buddy's the manager now, though. Him and Cora are good yeah. friends. So he'll be happier. Yeah. I, uh. It's going to be interesting to see how. Like I said, like I said before, I think they'll do better this year because without Farrell, I think I think he kind of held them back, you know? A little bit. Last year he did, definitely. And, like, they, yeah, they won 93 games, won the back-to-back division titles. Yeah. But it almost seemed like they got to a point where they were just like, I'm, I'm done. Like, like Farrell almost... I mean, I know, I know the whole thing was about having fun this year, but they took, like, it was almost like Farrell took the, the goodness of baseball away from them a little bit. Yeah, like they, it just wore on them so bad that they didn't even want to show up anymore. You know? Yeah. And they just got fed up with the guy. They were just annoyed with the guy. You know? Kind of, yeah, he lost I the mean, locker room, basically. Yeah. In other words. And that happens. I don't think Farrell's a terrible manager, but that does happen. He, I mean, it was probably a case of where. They were getting sick of him. He was getting sick of them. Yeah. None of them got along. Yep. It was best for both parties to... Yep. So, so hopefully this is the change they need with yeah. Cora coming in. Yeah. I, uh... We'll find out soon enough. Well, we'll see. Uh, did you, uh, you hear the story about Hanley? With the card? With the, uh, the shift? Yep. Yep. Hanley. Love hearing that. Hanley's on the ball. For those... For the people who don't know, tell them what So, what basically, they have... Uh, the Red Sox infielders have cards under their hats for different defensive positioning based on matchups, and it's for the pitches. It's it's not based on the hitters. Yep. So it'll be uh, Price will have uh, the way he pitches. He'll have one shift. The infielder shift one way, depend upon um, what they're calling for. Who's a righty, lefty? Who's up? Right. So they brought in a reliever, and. Uh, so they go to do the, sh- they go to into their shift and it's this weird looking shift and, uh, Carlos Fabulous, the third base coach, he's also in charge of the, uh, defensive position in, in the infield. New guy this year, right? Yep. Yeah. Used to play for the Royals. I remember him back way back in the day. Yeah. Um, and then he's been, he's been with the Red Sox before he, uh, I believe he was in the system. And he was coach. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, he yelled out to the infielders because he realized something looked wrong. Yelled out at the infielders and said, "Hanley, you're in the wrong position. You got to move the cod." Everyone Han- else was in the wrong position. Yep. Exactly. Bogart and uh, I think it was Nunez. Hanley like, shifted in the opposite direction of everyone else. Yep. So it looked like he was the idiot, but he was actually the only one who knew what he was doing. Exactly. That, I mean, for someone like Hanley, that's that's big. Yep. <laughs> that shows that he's. I mean, and he's playing a lot of first there. base. He's he's all he's out of first base. Cora's got him out there, not complaining. You know, he's he's enjoying first base. It seems like he's enjoying first base, playing yeah. decent first base. 
You know, he's, he's not like a liability out in the field, really. I mean, it seems like his head's in the game if he's, you know, telling guys what to do, and he's right. It's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> good for him. That's the Hanley we're going to need. Exactly. Maybe maybe Hanley steps up and be the leader. He's you know, on that maybe, big... maybe his he has a great, a good relationship with Cora, and that could be the difference, you know? You know? That, hey, those he's Latino, on that TB12, I'm those, telling you. Those Latino ballplayers, though, you know, they, they all get along. Like, it's kind of like a community, you know? Yep. So I feel like Cora probably relates to him a little more than Farrell did. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, they all, they play together, winter ball, you know, right. they, all, they do all that shit yep. together. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, if we can get Hanley, you know, a sharp Hanley who has, you know. Contract year. His head in the right place. That's that's going to be huge. Exactly. You can see. I mean, he could be the leader we need. Yeah. I'm telling you, that TB12, man. TB12 method. Getting to him. <laughs> Do we know if he's actually following the TB12 method, like, strictly? It still hasn't been confirmed. Okay. But, I mean, hell, he, he must be eating avocado ice cream if he's telling other people what to do, and he knows that he's and he's right. It's got to be the avocado, avocado ice cream. You right? know? Yeah. Got to be. Only explanation. Speaking of hitters. Yep. What do we got? J.D. Martinez. No home runs in the spring. No home runs in the spring. 40-something at-bats. But making solid contact, you know. So And he was just, I mean, he's, he got in late. You know, he didn't, he wasn't. Yeah. I mean, the other guy's got how many at-bats? I mean, a ton. Yeah. The other guy, so he had to catch up, you know. Right. He did hit a dinger off uh, Porcello early in spring training. He did. He did. <laughs> but, uh, but in the Grapefruit League games, no, no homers. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I don't think it's anything to put. Too much. No, I mean, come on, spring kidding. training. Spring yeah. training. He's getting his timing right, you know. If we if we get into you know if we get through April and he only has you know one or two homers, then then we can start to panic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, maybe he's one of those warm warm weather players, as they say, right? Yeah. Well, he needs those perfect conditions, right? Hopefully he not. <laughs> but you know, I mean, he's made some some weird comments lately about how. Uh, most of his power is to the opposite field, and he was talking about how Fenway doesn't really play to his strengths. Like, eh, well, I, we'll see. But that's a weird thing for him to say. Hopefully, he's not giving himself excuses before the season. Well, that's what it kind of sounds like. Hopefully, he's not off that HGH just yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Seriously, yeah. juice him up. No, he. Um, and he wants to play in the outfield. Yeah. He wants to. Um, you know, he doesn't want to be – he doesn't feel like he's as into the game from D, from a DH perspective, it seems like. Well, that's good. Which that's, I like. I appreciate that, yeah. But we just talked about the outfield. Hopefully he doesn't like to dance. Well, that. As much as those guys. You know, I, I wasn't <laughs> going with the dancing. I was <laughs> going with more who's the odd man out. Well, yeah, that's – I mean, it's got to be JBJ. Choo choo! Yeah, I'm ready. Tra- I mean, come on! I'm on the trade. I'm on the trade. I'm trade. How could you say otherwise? I'm ready to get rid of them. Yeah, get rid of them. But what can you get for them right now? Not much. I mean, if some other people put stock in that defense and the streaky months he can put together once in a while, who knows? Maybe yeah. I mean, wait April. for him. Wait for him to go on a hitting streak and then get rid of him. Another 22 game hitting streak or whatever yeah. he had. Seriously, if he goes on a 22 game hitting streak. Trade his ass. Yep. Send him right out. Ship his ass seaworthy. Yep. 
I want. I'd, I'd like to see. You know, like to see us get another arm for him, some sort of arm. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe we could take a couple. Uh, we could take a couple prospects for him. Wouldn't mind that. We could. Getting a little up there. We said last week. What's he? Almost twenty-eight. Yeah, he'll be twenty-eight. I think like two weeks into the season. So. So he's not young anymore. No. Or young by, you know. Major league standards. Major league baseball standards. But Although, you know, there are guys who peak in their late 20s and early 30s. In, yeah. ba- in baseball more so than other sports. Yeah, exactly. More more experience sometimes that, uh, I guess, it allows them to, yeah. you know, But, I mean, if, learn he, the game if he keeps hitting, you know, 240 and below, he'll be in the minors sooner or later. So. Nah, I just don't, uh, I got no use for him no more. No. Got a good glove, great glove, fantastic great glove. glove. Fantastic glove. One of the best gloves you'll ever see. Fantastic arm. Fantastic arm. I mean, he's like Willie Mays out there. But. Just not with the bat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't. I'd, ra- I'd rather sacrifice that glove for either another arm or if we can get a, a decent but bat for that's, him. That's. I mean. If we can get a decent don't bat. Don't get me wrong. A defensive center fielder, a good defensive center fielder is important. But bats are more valuable than gloves. Like that's pretty much what it comes down to. You know, he can he can rob a home run for sure. You know, rob rob a. But how often does that happen? You know, well, like he can three rob, times a year. He can rob a dinger, but is he going to hit a three run dinger to put us up? Right. If he strikes out four times, and robs one dinger, you know. Strikes out with guys on base. Strikes out. Yeah, stranded. he's not that. That you know, it's robbing a negative the dinger doesn't. Yeah, it cancels out. I don't care about that fucking. The uh, statistician bullshit, you know. This is this is baseball. This is what it comes down to. Between the lines, how you can you play? Can't produce runs later. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. what it comes down to. Exactly. Someone on the flip side who's been hitting the shit out of the ball, Swihat. You were talking okay. about him a couple weeks ago. Yep. And uh, so he made the team. Going to be like a third catcher and a utility guy. They're gonna try. They got to try to figure out how to get him in the in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, looks like he's finally putting it all together. You know, it'll be interesting. Interesting to see where they play him in the field. Yeah, well, I think they've had him all over the place. He's, he was a catcher, then he was an outfielder, then they said they were going to try him in the infield. He he was playing some second, right? Yeah. So I could see him in uh, Nunez, which he had never played bit. before, not even in high school, anything. He had never played second. Originally came up as a shortstop, right? Yeah, he was a shortstop out of high school. And they play, and he was he, playing some third. Devis. Yeah, a little third, catcher, outfield. He's played pretty much everywhere. Yeah. I mean, so, by now, he better learn. By now, out. he's played everywhere. Now that we put him at second base, probably he's been fielding balls at second base. Yeah, I think he's probably played everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'd like to see him get a decent amount of playing time, a lot of playing time, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't – he's the, the third catcher now. They just re-signed uh, – extended Vasquez. Right. Three years. So that I like Vasquez. I Vasquez, love Vasquez. Animal. Vasquez is probably my favorite player on the Red Sox currently. Animal. Just because Speaking of, about good arms. I was at the game last year. We hit that walk off the center. Yep. That was wild. Did you catch it? I didn't catch it. Uh, I wasn't right. Should, uh, yeah, should have dove. You didn't have time to run over. <laughs> no, <laughs> didn't have time to track it down. Too much exit velocity. Or yeah, whatever they call too it. Too many beers. Uh, I'll have to do it too. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Vasquez is a—he's a pro's pro. Yeah, he's—he's he's like—he's uh, a grinder, loves to win. 
He was he was probably my favorite player on the team last year. Yeah, he's um he's something else, man. Good defensive player. Incredible defensive catcher. Mm-hmm. He used to work out with the Molina brothers all the time. Yeah. He, so. uh, and uh growing up wasn't didn't he just watch Yadier all the time anyways? Yeah. yeah. Like studied him. Oh, his defensive skills as a catcher. I mean, you were a catcher. I was. So you can appreciate what he does defensively. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, and he's kind of like short, stockier, yeah. kind of like I was, you know? Yeah, well, it's the but, catcher build. Yep, exactly. <laughs> well, nowadays they're bigger. Now, yeah, know? they're taller. They're yeah. a little taller, but, I mean, he's he's almost like a, a He's punk. a natural-born catcher, though. Yeah. Like, you look at him, you know he's a catcher. Yeah. People look at me, they just say I'm a catcher. And the important thing, like, he's, I mean, since he came up, what was it, three years ago that he came up? He was a September call-up, I think. Yeah. And he just... He was in, like, I think it was in two months, because he played the last two months of the season. In two months, he tied the major league record for the most um, pickoff throws at first or something. He like, snaps that ball right down. He snaps it right down. Like, he's ridiculous. And the only thing at first was, like, oh, it was like this guy's a ridiculous fielder, but. Couldn't really hit. Couldn't really hit. Last year, he started to hit a little bit. Yep. Now, this year, let's see this it. This year. Hopefully he can hit a little more, but he had some hot streaks last year, and that walk-off home run was huge. Yeah. I mean, if he can hit. Help catapult him to the division title. Yeah. Second straight. Uh, we're not talking about last year anymore. That's, <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if he can if he can hit combined with that defense, hell of a player. Hell yeah. Hell yes. So we got we got our five. You know, start in rotation. Yeah. Sale, Price, Porcello. Hector Velasquez and Brian Johnson, but Brian Johnson and Velasquez is going to flip flop basically. Right. Johnson's pitching uh, the fifth game because they start with a four game series in Tampa, and uh, Cora wants Brian Johnson to hit yeah. in Miami. Okay. So that's why he started the fifth game. And then why does be- he want Brian Johnson to hit? Is he a good hitter? Apparently. I- must, yeah, he's he's the most comfortable. I'm pretty sure he came from the National League. Yeah. Um, but he's the most comfortable out of everyone they have going, basically. Like, they didn't want to go with a four-man four rotation have Sale go early, you know? Right. Um, I guess they uh, wouldn't have really mattered. I was going to say they could go sixth. But. Oh, speaking of rotations. Yeah. Third game. The pitcher matchup. Rick Porcello versus the Tampa Bay bullpen. The third game, yes, I saw that. Tampa's going with a, a spring training rotation. Yeah, just throwing throwing their whole bullpen. That's weird. They're throwing the season. I mean, they 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 suck. They're full they tank are, mode. They're yeah, they are full tank mode. They're going to be trash this year, and if we don't, it's not if, a hot. If we don't at least win three out of four against them to start the year. I know that's bad. It's like almost a triple-A team. It really is. You know? We, uh, can you imagine if they, like, win three out of four against us or sweep us? <laughs> like, can you imagine the mayhem that's going to happen? Oh, that whole Cora, that whole grapefruit league. Cora's head. That whole grapefruit league record right oh, out the fucking you'll see, window. You'll see people showing up to uh, to games with the 22-9 and nine sign. <laughs> <laughs> Remember 22-9? Yeah, 22-9. Should wow. get a banner for that twenty-two and nine. I know, right? League. Hang it right up in the basement here. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. 
Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing Sale. I mean, I'm obviously looking forward to seeing the whole, whole rotation. Sale. Just want to see how he Speaking starts. Speaking of Sale, got hit with a line drive. He did. Recently. But he's ready. He's said all right. He, said he's ready. All right. Said he's starting. Yeah, I mean, he's lucky. It was, it was, a, luck- that was a bullet. That was a there. rocket. I mean, he's lucky it only hit him, you know, what, in the hip? Must have hit him in the soft spot. Like, I didn't know he had a soft spot. He's a little twig. I know, right? <laughs> thought it was all bone. <laughs> right? Shatter. He's like six something, like 180. He's like six five, one eighty 180 or something. Yeah. I'm... Think about that. Dude, it's, that's well, like we were lo- remember stuff. we were looking. Uh, yeah. He's like the same weight as Pedroia or something. <laughs> yeah, he's close to Pedroia's weight. Same weight as Pedroia, but like, what, seven inches taller? Or yeah, something? <laughs> wild, unbelievable. But then Price, Price having a hot, hot spring, hot start to the spring. I want to see how Sale starts with the way they've been bringing them, bringing them along slowly. How they kind of change the whole dynamic around the pitches. Yeah, spring training this year. I like to see how he re- he reacts to that, how his body reacts to it, and um, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing Price as well. Um, he's been looking real sharp down there. That's good. Got his curveball working, That's his slider good. working. He said all all his off speed feels good. Feels good. It, he said this is the best. Uh, he felt it felt better this spring training than any other spring training that he's ever been at. I'll believe it when I see it in the regular season. So, regular season might be a mirage, though. Remember, what do you mean? It matters what he does in October. That's true. That's true. But also, regular season, I need. Yeah, I mean, we need we need more production out of him in the regular season too. Yeah, and well, and well, he, he was hurt last year, but he yeah, but when and when he pitched. There was only he only had a couple bad games, right? Really, and, uh, you know, his first year here he won seventeen games, which isn't bad. Yeah, I think. But yeah, playoffs. playoffs. I said I said last week. What do we What do we say? I said a hundred wins. Yep. I'm sticking with it. Okay, I said ninety seven. I'm sticking with it. All right, pounding the over on the ninety three. There you go, baby. <laughs> Love it. Uh, we. Uh, we got some uh one more one more Red Sox thing. Oh, do we? What do we got? What do we got? Just a little Rafael Devers. He got into a collision the other day. Oh, he had a shit slide. That's what it was. Yeah. I didn't see it actually. I didn't see the video. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It looked like Remember what Teases slide where he, like yeah. half-ass slid and like dove? Right. Yeah. It was it was like similar to that. But he's going to be good. Just bruised, I think. Yeah, he like it looked like he like jammed his knee or something cuz he like dove and, like, it was kind of like, I mean, it was like, uh, he went like this, the catcher was right here. Yeah. And he, like, landed on his knees and kind of like, you know when you slide sometimes and you just stop, you expect to go more than you go? Yeah. And, like, I think that's kind of what happened. All right. If you couldn't, you guys can't see, but I'm demonstrating. That was a great demonstration. <laughs> yeah. Over here, uh, laying on I the mean, ground. Man, we dodged a couple bullets this week, though. If, and you know, J.D. Martinez got hit. Yeah. Sale, Martinez, and Devers. Can you imagine if all those, all three of those scares turned out worse? Dude. And those guys were hurt for the start of the year? I mean, God. Oh. That's why I hate spring training ball. I know, right? You've got to be careful. <laughs> we do have, um, I got a little bit of an update from, from our from correspondent Paul? down in 
Is he still down there? No, no, no. Okay. He had a little bit of an extended stay because uh, of that vicious storm we had last Wednesday. <laughs> right. But um, so we have uh, we had an update on Kimbrel. He he saw Kimbrel down. It, he was pitching against minor leaguers, albeit, but um, he said Kimbrel looked. He he was ready. Kimbrel's all, right. all set. Good. And um, so we're getting all star Kimbrel Kimbrel back. Yeah, and we also saw uh, he also saw Devas. He uh, he went to so behind JetBlue Stadium out in left field or out past left field in the whole outfield. Basically, there's three different fields yeah. that all the minor league teams play at, in like the spring leagues, whatever the summer leagues, whatever. So they uh, he was down like they're basically all home plate at those three are kind of like they all kind of come together. Yeah, as in like a kind of semicircle type thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're all real close together, so. He went down there and uh, saw Devers hitting at one one of the fields and um, hit a line drive and uh, singled or something, got on. And then uh, that inning ended, so he jogs off the field, uh, doesn't grab his glove, grabs his bat, goes over to the next field. Yeah. And uh, wait, he goes up, stands in the on-deck circle. One guy hits, and then Devers comes up, hits in that game. Yeah, uh, he flew out in that game, but um, you know, then he jumped off that field, kept going. So he's getting his reps in. Oh yeah, they were they were all getting their reps in. Good. But, uh, so up close and personal, he saw uh, saw Kimbrel, and he well he saw Stephen Wright too. Um, Stephen Wright was just sitting his fat ass in the golf cart. Yep, of course he was. Um, but uh, and he saw Devers. So, uh, he saw a couple games down there. Uh, who, um, I think he saw Porcello pitch one game. Yeah. Got there and Porcello pitched. And then uh, he saw – well, he saw the Astros, but they weren't playing the Sox when he saw that. Okay. Uh, two Sox games. Though. I think he saw another one. I forget who pitched that game. But um, he's saw some good baseball down there. Says it seems like they're ready, you know. All right. That's all we can ask for. You know. Thank you, Paul, for the updates. Yeah, we appreciate it. Appreciate it. Glad you flew home safe on Our, uh, Friday. Bastard. Getting a couple extra days of vacation. I wouldn't <laughs> mind that. Huh? Yeah, we could all use that. Could use a vacation to start with. Yeah. But regardless, anyone who don't need a vacation is those damn Boston Celtics. No, they don't. Moving on. Winter teams. Segway. <laughs> segway. Yeah, that was a segway. Moving on to those winter teams. I forced that one a little bit. But. Which, uh, I mean, the Sox are starting in two days, but they're still they're it, still behind the uh, Celtics and Bruins in, in relevance right now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in terms of importance to what's going on what's around going? around yeah. town, I guess. Yep. You know? So we got the Celtics all banged up. All banged All up. All banged up. Kyrie I mean, out three to six weeks. Depleted lineup. Three to six weeks. Might not see Kyrie till the second round of the playoffs if we make it that far. Marcus Morris out with an ankle. Marcus Morris, I mean. Left last night, right? Yeah. After after dropping 20 points on six of eight shooting. You know he was going to go off against the oh Suns. Oh, my God. He was ready to go off. Yep. Tatum. 20 points on six of eight shooting, and he gets hurt. And he's been the best player in the last weeks, a week or so since we've had these injuries. Two game-winning threes? A, yeah, two game-winning threes. He's been having 30-point games. 
He had 20 last night before he got hurt. I mean, he's been the best player on the team the last couple weeks. Well on his way to 30 points. And now he gets hurt. His ankle? His ankle. Doesn't appear to be too serious, but he's been on and off the DL all year. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we can get him healthy for the playoffs, just like everyone else. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a ugh, he's a he's, bully. Yeah, no, he is. He's, he's got a bully that, that we need. He's got that attitude. He doesn't. Uh, you don't back down. No, you can't push him around. Nope, nope. Tatum has been stepping up. Tatum led making, the team, making a final push for rookie of the year. He led the team last night with twenty three points. He uh, what just became the sixth rookie in Celtics history to score a thousand points in a season. I saw that. Yep. Saw that on the Twit box. Yep. So Twitter. Yeah, he's making a making a case for rookie of the year. And I mean, next man up. It's like Morris went down, all of a sudden Tatum's the the new guy. I mean Yep. Jalen's gotta step up though. Rozier had a rough night last night, but he's been playing he had a historic night the other night. Thirty three points, something thirty three points. He was the he broke some sort of record. Let me look it up. But, yeah, he had 33 points. He had uh, eight threes. He came within one three of the franchise record for most in a game. Damn, who's that? The, the, he that shall is, not be named? Do you know who it is? Is that? No, oh. it's not him, actually. All right, good. I just it's, pointed uh, out uh, the crossed-out picture of Ray Allen for those who. Uh, yeah, Ray hit seven in a playoff game, I remember once. But, no, it was last Larry? year. Nope, not Larry. Last year? Isaiah? La- Isaiah. And then uh, late 90s, early 2000s. I don't know when it when it happened exactly, but it was that era. You know. Twan? Twan. Yeah! Big old, old Twan. <laughs> yeah, so Twan, Twan and Isaiah both hit nine in a game once. T-Row had eight the other night. So he was the first player in NBA history to have 33 points, eight threes, five steals, and five rebounds in a game. Damn. Yeah. Terry Rozier. Have a game. Have yourself a game. So, with with that being said, last week, I was saying Marcus Smart. I'm keeping Marcus Smart. I'm going T-Row now. You're all I'm, in on... I'm all in on T-Row. Yeah, is this the case where the offense always is the... And he's not even bad defensively. He's not bad defensively, and I think he'll get better. So, yeah, this is a case where the offense... This is a case where Marcus's atrocious offense is a big factor. Yeah. In my decision. <laughs> I think What do you think? I, I he's kind of he's kind of uh he's kind of swaying me to Terry. Yeah. But I mean those offensive outputs, Marcus will never even touch that. No. No. He won't. But I'm still kind of hung up on the D, on the, the D, defense, yeah, no, I and know. that aggressive. I I wish we could keep both of them. I wish, I wish we could too. I lo- uh, I would love that. I mean, we could. I well, the only thing I was gonna think is this injury, and the way Terry's playing. I'm thinking maybe they can, can't get a discount from Smart, right? You know, because it's showing the disparity between the two of them. Like, oh wow. Like, Terry has the offense that Marcus doesn't have. Right. Marcus only has the defense, so is it showing the rest of the league, too? Like, oh, these guys are both going to be hitting the market soon. Both of them? Well, they could potentially. Yeah. 
So these guys could potentially be getting. So are we gonna pay Smart this when we could pay Rosier this? You know, who knows? Might fuck around. Might fuck around and work his way into a uh, max contract the way the NBA's. So Rosier, either one of them. I don't know. They're not there yet. No, no, not yet. But I mean, hell, if he keeps, they got the injuries. You know, if Terry Rosier, you know, finishes the season out. Yeah. Looking like the next coming of, uh, take your pick, you know. I mean, at best, like what what player would you compare him to? At like, would you hope that he would become? That's a tough call. I don't know. I don't know. Like, is he going to be a sixth man or? Because I think an, no. an NBA team would ultimately no. I think he he'll be a starter. We got a goal. Tied it up, one one. Ryan Donato. Donato, yeah. again, Mr. Harvard, Mr. Harvard, Mr. Mr. Situate. Yep. Yeah, third goal of the season. Straight out of Snituate. Yep. Just had a, <laughs> uh, just handed in his group project today. Got an A on it. And then scored a goal against the Winnipeg Jets to yep. tie it up at one to one. Yep. I'm just, I don't know if he had a project. Dude. He probably did. He'll probably be in class tomorrow morning. Yep. Fly back from Winnipeg. Yep. <laughs> he probably will. Private jet. Oh, no, he'll have a helicopter laying right on the top of Harvard. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Good for him, though. So, Local guy. So, I'm talking about Terry, uh, Terry, and I'm, I said, I'm, I'm saying he'll be a starter, but he'll, I'm saying a, a shitty NBA team would possibly throw a max contract at him to make sure they yeah. get him. Like if he's got no, I won't end, be surprised. You know, if he ends this year Evan Turner Evan Turner got like seventy million from the, exactly. the Blazers. Exactly. So yeah. No, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I don't but think I, Marcus I would him. get a see what I'm saying though. Marcus I think, wouldn't get a max contract because he doesn't have the offensive game. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So that makes it that makes Marcus a little more like it seems like he should be taking a discount a little more, you know. Maybe Perhaps. we could keep them both. I would love that, and I don't think we'd have to throw a max contract. Is what I'm saying. No, we wouldn't. No, we he, could. No, he'll stay here. He loves it here, and I think. Uh, Why'd you ask him that? No, you I didn't him? ask him that. Actually, you should have <laughs> asked him that, <laughs> you bastard. But no, he. Uh, I mean, he's been really patient with everything. He's only started what three, four games in the three years he's been here. I mean, his role has increased every year that he's been here. He's always stepped up to the challenge. Like, yeah, I feel like he's a patient guy. Like he's waiting for his moment. Yeah, and he's not going to rush anything. He's not going to say, "Oh, you know, I need a max contract from a shitty team." Like he's willing to stick it out with this team and find his role and win and win. He Go for eighteen. To, he likes to win. We know that. Yeah. Oh, hey. Who doesn't? Can never begrudge a guy for enjoying the win. No, we need a. Uh, Need more of those guys in the socks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, why don't the socks sign him to a max yeah, contract? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a shitty basketball. I mean, oh, baseball. Man. I bet he could run down some balls in center field. Oh, I bet he could hit the ball better than Jackie. <laughs> Frick. Uh, Probably could. Signed Xavier Silas from the Big Three. The Thirty what? years old. The C's. Yeah. Signed Xavier Silas. Did they know? 
I've never heard of the fucking guy. Who? What? Did, when? Where did you hear this? Sign him to like a ten what day guy, contract. Is this, this some inside information? Who'd you talk to? Yesterday, talked <laughs> to the Bleacher Report. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Xavier Silas. Xavier Silas. He's from the Big Three League. I mean, Ice Cube. Was he playing in Maine right now? Or no? He's on a ten day contract. Yeah. They they signed him from the Big Three League. So Ice Cube. He didn't play last night. Oh, from the Big Three League. Yeah. That shit was going on while I was in Vegas last summer. Yeah, he I was, almost went to. He the was on Scal's team. Was he? Yeah, the Ball Hogs. Oh my God. He's a god. I guess he hasn't played in like six years in the Wait, NBA. Yeah, that's all former NBA players, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he hasn't played in like six years. He's Thirty years old. And they just signed him. What did he tear it up in the Big Three League? I don't. I mean, <laughs> don't they only play to twenty one? I don't know. But like, you couldn't find another Whatever. fucking person. Like, not for nothing. Not saying he's out of shape or anything. But they only play half court games. They only play to like twenty one. They only oh, no, they play fifteen minute halves. I think. Right. But like that ain't they. Is he in basketball shape? Is he in game shape? Why are you wasting a ten day contract on him? Sign someone else. They must have worked him out and thought that he was in shape. I don't know. I you know. know. Better hope so. You don't just. I mean, it's only a ten day contract. If he sucks. He's only here for 10 days. <laughs> you know? Yeah, true. It's not a big deal, but... I don't know. Yeah, he hasn't played since 2012. Are you shitting That's me? That's what I'm saying. Six years. Oh, my God. He only played one year. And even back then, he only averaged, like... And he shot 26% that year. Yeah, what he... are we doing? What is this? Must have needed to... He, he shot 65% from the free throw line. Did he play defense? and get steals? Assists? Anything? Zero steals per game. <laughs> Zero Anything? point zero. 1.5 assists, 1.5 turnovers, 5.5 points on 26% shooting. This guy sucks. He's in the big three. <laughs> I can't believe we just signed this scrub to a 10-day contract. Scal- Can I get a 10-day contract? <laughs> like, Call Scal. Tell, yeah, tell right? him put you on his big three team. Oh, man. He probably put in the word with Ainge that this guy's a hard worker. This guy is awful. But, yeah, that's... Uh, so that's the newest edition of the green. You know who else we have? You remember Anthony Bennett? No. He was drafted first overall like four or five years ago by the Cavs. Bagley. First overall in the draft. It was like a surprise. Cause he's from UNLV. Um, and it was a surprise because no one thought he'd go first. Like, And the Cavs thought they were, I don't know, being geniuses and you know going out on a limb and taking him, and he ended up sucking. But he's on the main red claws right now. Which wow. is the Celtics yeah. G League affiliate. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he has some. He was drafted first overall at one point. So we have a first overall draft pick in our organization right now. <laughs> but <laughs> wow. I don't know how good he is. Yeah. I don't, how how long ago was this? Was this before LeBron came back? Yeah. Well, obviously, they haven't had a number one overall pick. He was pick drafted uh, 2013, round one, pick one. What the fuck? Yeah. Five. It, was a, it was a big surprise because, like, he wasn't a huge name. But, who, yeah. Who was in that draft? Who else was in that draft? All right. Let me see. That's 2013. Anthony Bennett. They They definitely screwed up. They missed some good players, I think. Is that, what, is that Olenek and Giannis? Ooh, that was, wasn't it? Yeah. So, they Yeah. Oh, they missed out on Kelly Olenek, man. They should have picked him number one. So, Anthony Bennett went first. Second was Victor Oladipo. So, they missed out on him, too. He's a stud. 
Um, Otto Porter, Otto Porter, Cody Zeller, Alex Len, Nerlens Noel, Ben McLemore, um, Kentavious Caldwell Pope, Trey Burke, C.J. McCollum, Michael Carter Williams, Stephen Adams, Kelly Olynyk, Shabazz Muhammad, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Those are the top fifteen from that draft. Wow. Shane Larkin went eighteenth. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, they uh. Imagine Anthony if, Bennett went first. Imagine if we drafted Giannis instead of fucking Olenek. Seriously. Or Oladipo, but especially Giannis. Well, Michael Carter-Williams went 11th, too. I mean, there's good players in this draft, and Anthony Bennett went first overall, and now he's part of our organization. So. Still probably getting caked up off the Cavs, though. Probably. Probably. But I saw the main Red Claws posted on their Instagram the other day, a video of him shooting, draining threes Ooh. in practice. With no one on him. Whoa, whoa <laughs> no shit, huh? Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Damn. We got another winter team, too. The Bruins, they're playing behind us right now. They just tied it up not too long ago. Yep, you heard us. Our little outburst for uh, the Situate product. Yep. Ryan Donato. Third goal of the season. Third goal in, I mean, how many games has he played? I think like five now. Yeah. Five and six. He's scoring like every game. Kid's unbelievable. You know? <laughs> well, and, uh, ooh, uh, oh, never mind. I was reading a scroll at the bottom, sorry. Uh, was gonna was going to bring up the Rick Nash thing. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Bruce Cassidy said the other night, um, you know, basically gave everyone a timetable for their return. Right. Uh, like Bergeron was back the other night. Yeah. Krug's back. Um, DeBrusque. Uh, Chara, McAvoy should all be on skate soon, but he didn't. He said Rick Nash is still in Boston. So you don't really know. Yeah. So there was a Globe article that came out. And the headline, the headline online is different than the headline on the paper. Okay. First of all. The headline online says, have we seen the last of Rick Nash in a Bruins uniform? The one online, or the one on the paper says something real bland, something yeah. along the lines of uh, no, no timetable for Nash return, something basic like that. Yeah, nothing like the online one, right? Which it's like, where did they get that from? So it begs the question because they, I forget who wrote it. Um, dupes, dupes, Dupont. Was it? I don't know. Some guy they they call him Dupes. Yeah, I, I think I think his, his last name's Dupont. That's why they call him Dupes. I think. Uh, but he's a, he's big into the hockey. He's got some inside information. Usually, he's pretty on top of all that shit. Kevin Paul Dupont. Yep. Yep. There we go. That's him. So I put his name in. That article comes up first. Says Rick Nash plays last game as a Bruin. Boom! Right there. <laughs> so uh, being that he knows a lot about hockey, he's got some good insider information. Right. You know, he, um, it's kind of questioned that did he tell them to post that article online with that headline because he knows something? Because the article doesn't really delve into it. Right. Kind of just talks about... Which is ca- weird. Yeah. I mean, you would think if he's going to make a headline like that, he would have some information to back it up. But... On the flip side, is he foreshadowing something? And he's kind of dangling it out there. Saying, like, look at my fucking boss. 
Huh? You know what I'm saying? Like, look, look, like there might be something here. So the there wasn't really, like, concrete information to take out of there as far as Nash yeah. having, being done as a Bruin. But he's done at the end of the year. They just signed Donato. And the timetable for all of it happening was St. Patrick's Day. He got hurt in the game. Right. Nash did. Then they signed Donato the next day. Then Monday, uh, the 19th, March 19th, they have uh, they had a morning skate, and then they had a game that night. Yeah. Nash skated in the morning and then didn't go to the game. Didn't, he was injured for the game. Oh. Now he doesn't have a timetable for his return. Donato just scored again. Playing on, with Krejci. He's playing out of his mind. I mean, and we have him signed for what, two, three years? Three we years. So, I mean, obviously a lot cheaper than Rick Nash is going to be. Yeah. But um, are they, like, it's it's curious to see if they're just taking it cautious with him or if there's a reason, more of a reason behind it that's going to come out and unfold I mean, I'd like to see Rick Nash back, you know. I'd Me li- too. I think he can be a big part of this team in the playoffs. I would, I'd certainly hope so. Change his old ways of yeah. David pricing through the playoffs. Yeah, Peyton Manning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna say that, because that's basically inferring that Donato already took his spot. Right. You know? That Rick Nash is done. This article is saying that. I mean, if they're going to go with Donato being here as the reason that right. Rick Nash doesn't have a timetable for a return. Yeah. Uh, like, Which, if he doesn't, then, I mean, that would have a lot to do with it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But I'm wondering if the fact that they signed him means that they don't have a timetable for his return because they want to just keep him, ex- like, be extra cautious with him, let him come back exactly when he wants to come back. Yeah. You know, I think, I mean, like you said, I feel like he'd be a big part of our uh, second line. You would think. I mean, with the young team that we have, I mean, in any sport, when you have, like, a a young team going into the playoffs, it's good to have the veteran presence. Yeah, definitely. And he would be that guy. Yeah. I mean, we have Char still, obviously, but. Bergie. Bergie, yeah. I mean, we have guys who have been around, but. Another guy always helps. Another guy always helps. You know? You know, someone who's accomplished as much as he has and someone who hasn't won a championship and is hungry for that. I know. I I mean, uh, the only other reason I can think of would be something where him and Cassidy don't get along or something or him and someone else don't get along. But right. he seemed to fit in, you know, when he was playing. Mm-hmm. In the handful of games that he played. He, Donato was already catching up to him in games played in Bruins uniform. Yeah. Might have already caught him. I don't know. I don't know. But, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's interesting to see how that's all shaking down. And I mean, didn't, isn't Ryan McDonough, I think he's he might be out for the uh, Lightning. Is he out? I think so. Okay. Um, so, it's, it's kind of interesting to see how that's breaking down as far as, you know, us making our first place push. Yep. You know, we got two games in hand on the Lightning. I think, actually, technically, right now, we are in first place. Right now, we are? 
I think technically when it comes... I if, thought we were playing for first tonight. Well, I think tonight's to put us in first uh, record-wise, statistic-wise. But okay. we have two more. We we have two more wins than like we. The Lightning are going to be playing two more games after we're done. Yeah. Well, they have two more games than us to play. Right. And so we're we have a better record. As far as, uh, like for the games that we've played, but I think they subtract those two out. Okay. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how it is, but. I think maybe maybe it comes down to percentage wise or something, but I yeah. think technically we might actually be in first because they lost last night. Tampa Bay lost. That's big. And I, yeah, they lost to Phoenix or Arizona Coyotes now. To the Arizona Coyotes now? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Phoenix don't like them no more. I guess not. They still playing Phoenix? I think so. Probably. Yeah. But. Um. Brought up Marshawn. I'm still saying MVP, man. Another, another overtime winner. Another overtime goal. He has five overtime game-winning goals this year, which is a franchise record. Insane. Insane. Superstar. I mean, it's it's like every time. It's, it's become normal at this point. Yeah. Another one. Every time you get to overtime, it's like, oh, Marshy buried it. Game's over. Yeah. Sick, <laughs> sick, sick goal. And, oh, I mean, you look, of- at, you look at the reactions, like – Normally, when a guy scores a game-winning goal in overtime, like it's a big deal. Everyone, you know, piles on him or whatever. The Bruins are getting so used to this shit. It's like when they score a game-winning goal in overtime now, it's just like a few high fives, you know, whatever, skate off the ice. Yep. It's like it's crazy how routine it's become for them. Speaking of sick goals, Pasternak's goal the other night. The that game was winner. nice. That was that was Bobby Orr-esque. Woo! That was Bobby Orr-esque. Hi. Midair. I just got, I just started watching the game. It was uh, 35 seconds left. I just got out of work. Got the game on. Watching, fucking around in the zone. Yeah. I see the clock, clock dwindling. Boom! Pasta, baby. We awesome. were ha- I had some pasta that night, baby. Filled it right <laughs> up. Filled that belly. Let those cobs in, baby. There you go. Oh, man. Yeah, that was typical. Typical Bruins game. <laughs> this is a special team. This is a Absolutely. fun team to watch. This is like... Cue those duck boats. I mean, it's like the 2013 Red Sox. Remember they hit like, what, like 12 walk-offs throughout the course of the year? Something like that. That like was the Mother's just, Day game. Like, they, yeah, they had that, uh, they just had that late-inning magic. Yep. The Bruins just have that this year. When they get late into it... I mean, how many times have they gone into the third period trailing by two or three goals? I mean, they scored five. One five night. unanswered the other night. How many times did they go into the third period trailing and they just pull it out like it's nothing? Yeah. Like you said, it's almost second nature now. It's it is. They, they're it used is. to it. They're used to it. They're used to these comeback wins now. That's so just how they play. Cue the duck boats, man. Black cue and gold duck, duck boats. boats. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm in. I'm all Let's in. Go. All in on the bees. I'm on the boat already. I'm on the duck boat. So, still hottest team in hockey? Well, yeah, of course they're still the hottest team in hockey. Yes. But my question is, and I've been saying this every week, when you're the hottest team in hockey for four or five months, when do you become the best team in hockey? Well, you're still the hottest damn team in hockey, well, so that's you... true. But hottest, I mean, that, that implies that they're not the best. They're just the hottest. And I think well, they'll point, be the hottest damn team all the way up through the Stanley Cup playoffs, the and then they'll the be, <laughs> and then they'll be the damn best. All right, they'll raise that cup up, 
We want the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. Uh, <laughs> Love ready. it. We're getting amped. Yeah. Here so, in the, uh, what's what's the name? Boston's Big Basement. Boston's Big Basement. <laughs> Bodsley's Big Basement. Either one. Whatever you yep. want. It's our studio. Yep. You know, very amped. comfortable. Very comfortable. Um, the screen behind us. Hell yeah. We, uh... So I'm queuing the duck boats. I'm all in. You're queuing already? I'm queuing There's a parade. There's going to be a parade. We're going to have a parade. Damn. I'm ready. All right. This team's special. It is special. We're going to see, you know, we got kind of got a two-headed monster at goalie. Both goalies, they've been playing really. I know Tuka's been kind of a little iffy. They, I like, mean, they both you, have their moments. Who do you ride with in the playoffs? I mean, both of them or... What do you do? That's tough. I mean, I'm start. I mean, Tuka's been your starter all year, but yeah. not all year. Oh, the the prick Shit. bastard! Just gave up a goal. Jets take a two-one lead. No, it's Hoobie, Adobe, giving up a goal. Two-one lead. So fifteen seconds, sixteen seconds into the second period. So for the most part of the season, Tuca's been our starter. I yeah. I'd ride with Tuca. Yeah, why at not at the start? But at least you know you got Doby back there. Exactly. Who's, he's a solid goalie. Exactly. I don't know what happened to him there. Uh, he wasn't so solid there. No, just kind of. He kind of moved out of the way of that one. Just uh, misjudged read it, wrong. it. Yeah. Oh well. Bad read. Can't have any of that in the playoffs. No sir. Clean it up. What else we got? Uh, we got a football team. We do have a football team. Uh, not not a crazy amount going on. It was Orange no. Juice Day today. I mean, <laughs> so I had no idea. You you texted me that earlier today, and I didn't know what it meant. So for the listeners at home who don't know what it means, tell them what Orange Juice Day is. <laughs> it's the, today's the day that uh, that famous picture of Bill Belichick pissed off. Once the you meeting. say that, people will know what you're talking about. Yeah, because everyone knows that the picture. Orange yep. Juice. Yep. Yep. Almost Kermit style. Yep. You know? And, uh, you know, there, was that, I don't know if that was the same day, but there's a media day where he pushed, I think it was. It was where he pushed all media. the microphones out of the way. Yeah. Oh, he got, like, pissed at the microphone. He's like, this freaking thing won't work. <laughs> <laughs> so that was today. They had they had the coach's picture today. Uh, what was it last night? But they, they had the coach's picture. Belichick, Belichick was not in the picture. Jim Harbaugh was not in the picture. Belichick wasn't in it last year either. I don't know if he's – I think he's skipped out a few times now. There was one other coach that skipped out on the um, on the photo today. Yeah. Um, Belichick was – he was looking dapper, looking mighty fine, mighty refreshed. Yeah. Looked like – I don't know. Maybe he took a vacation after the year or something. He did, I think he did. I heard he was down in Miami or something. Whoa. With uh, with Linda. Bill and Linda getting yeah. it into Miami, Bill and huh? Linda. Oh, Were they partying with Amendola? Probably. Ran his contract. Gronk and Shaq. Did you see that? I did see that. <laughs> Gronk riding on Shaq. <coughs> oh, that was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Um, That'll send some people into a panic. I know, Well, right? he shouldn't be, you know – it's gonna get hurt. Yeah, well, let, the, let the man have some fun. Exactly. Exactly. If Alex Guerrero said he can do it, then let him do it. Let him do it. If well, what's his dad's name? If if his dad, if Big Gronk, let him do it. Let him do it. <laughs> exactly. You know he gonna do what he wants to do anyways. Absolutely. That's Gronk for you. 
Yeah, so Gronk, you know, he um no, he's gonna do what he's gonna do, you know? Yeah, yeah have fun. I mean you can't stop him. No. He's gonna... <laughs> At this point. And the he Patriots is... actually have given him a lot of leeway. Yeah. I mean And I mean not... they they allow him to be his own person off the field and Yeah. L S Fiesta. Isn't that is Spanish it... for he is potty? No, it's Yo Soy Fiesta. I know, but I'm saying he is potty. <laughs> I'm not saying I am the potty. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. El, El, El Fiesta. 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 El Esta Fiesta. See, we can do a little bilingual on here. Yeah, a little bit. Took yeah. a little Spanish at BCI. You know, here and there. <laughs> Dabbled in it. Un poco. Un poco. Oh, man. Ah, So, yeah, he, he had Senor some comments. Alvarez. He had a, well, he spoke, Belichick spoke with the Boston media the other day. Yeah. Gave more of a... It was kind of a little more open with them. Uh, they asked him about Brady, his relationship with Brady today. Asked how he, if he had talked with him uh, following Robert Kraft's comments yesterday about saying that there was no tension. Yeah. And um, although that's what he said at the Super Bowl, um, you know, now he's saying, "Oh, tension was I had tension back when we were losing." He said there's more tension when there's losing than there's winning. Back what when was he ba- about? Uh, Robert Kraft was saying when like kind of when Parcells in the nineties. Yeah, like yeah. Parcells had like the five and eleven year or whatever. Yeah, uh, Belichick was five and eleven his first year. Was it? Yeah, that okay. was the uh, his first year before Brady came. Yeah. So, um, you know, he's saying there was more tension back then when the team was losing than there was when. Um, than there is now, basically. Yeah. And, um, you know, when they asked, they kind of asked Brady if he had, I mean, Belichick, if he had talked to Brady today, following up on Kraft yesterday, and Belichick said he had answered it the other day. Yeah. When he talked about, when he talked with the uh, Boston media. Um, but other than that, he was kind of like cheerful with them. I wouldn't say cheerful, but he was. Cheerful. He wasn't the Cheerful same. Cheerful and Bill Belichick don't go. Don't he wasn't go the same Bill Belichick. He wasn't the right. stingy pushing the microphones out of the way Belichick yeah. he, he was. But yeah. um, regarding the Brady comments, the other day he said, oh, me and Tom talk all the time. Yeah. Or they, or they, or they have talked or, or whatever. I'm Basically. sure they do talk a lot. Yeah, exactly. It's like talking to your boss. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. You know, sometimes you don't always get along. boss for 18 years. Exactly. We got some other... Uh, Pat stuff though, you know some more some some stuff to do with the players. OBJ. Uh, I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> start with uh, we got back to back week weeks with the weed, man. People oh, getting caught I with for, the weed. You know, I, I didn't even write this down on my cheat sheet because I completely forgot. But yeah, Deron Harmon. Last week we talked about Big Baby. Now with, the, the, with the weed. Now Deron Harmon got, got the weed. weed. <laughs> and uh, yeah. He had what two ounces almost? Yeah, God damn. For Costa Rica. Look, I'm I'm all about the weed, but the hell do you need two ounces for for a vacation? <laughs> and he had like a dab pen too, and like uh, all mean, sorts of shit. I mean, was it a boys' trip? Was it a family trip? We don't know. We don't know who he's going. How with. long was he going for? Yeah, was he going for a month and a half? Because if that was the case, then okay, it's a little more understandable. Well, I don't think I but, think. Can you not find weed in Costa Rica? Well, I mean, coming from... 
I mean, I mean, would you if you were if you were a millionaire, would you? I wouldn't try to sneak weed onto a plane, like not that much. No, no, you're no. not gonna get away with that. Not well, that much. You can sneak like an eighth onto a plane. You can't sneak two ounces onto a plane. Well, you could probably sneak two ounces on if you didn't have it just laying right on top of your luggage. Well, he had it in an Arizona can. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Well, who, bring, who brings a Arizona can right. on the plane? It wasn't an actual Arizona can, though. It was no. one of those those ones. Twisty ones. Yeah, one of those ones. But uh, Why wouldn't he bring, like, the shaving cream? Why wouldn't he buy the shaving cream? Exactly. Well, well, That's actually, what they were saying. That uh, he, he can't fit two ounces in there. Right. But something more practical. Not that I know Something more practical than a fucking Arizona. Like, who the hell packs an Arizona camp for a flight? <laughs> oh, you know, they don't got no Arizona yeah. down there. The 99 not, cents Arizona camp. Not in Costa Rica, they don't have that. It's no. a United States thing yeah. only, man. It's two bucks in Costa Rica. Yeah, exactly. You can't get that deal. <laughs> can't get that 99 cent Arizona. But as far as finding find weed in Costa Rica, I wouldn't picture... Um, like, uh, I mean, not to say, like, a millionaire, like, Duran Hoffman's not your typical millionaire, like, button, like, suit and tie and everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, he is a millionaire when you break it down. He's right. got millions of dollars. He does have a lot of money, yes. And, I mean, are you really going to be wanting to go around on the streets asking who got the weed? I mean, when you're I've, an heard, NFL... I've heard Costa Rica is one of those places where people just come up to you and, and ask if you're looking for it, you know? Like uh, in Vegas. Ah. They do that in Vegas, but regardless, when <laughs> regardless, and when you're down there, they they got you trapped down there. So there's, I mean, unless you meet a nice person, you're probably I mean, gonna no get matter, ripped off. No matter how you look at it, trying to sneak two ounces on a plane is ballsy. Oh yeah, and you're you're at risk for getting caught there. And it's nothing serious; it's just weed. Like he'll be fine. Yeah, he's not gonna get in trouble. No, but it's. I mean, it's not it's, the it's person. It's more just embarrassing. For well, then you, you just wouldn't <laughs> expect it from Deron Harmon, you know. He's. Well, I don't know. I don't know who smokes and who doesn't. Well, no, I don't but... know who smokes and who doesn't. But he's a pretty smart person. He make. Like, That's true. He seems like he knows. He's got a good head on his shoulders, you know. He ain't yeah. Matt Slater. Did you see his uh, his Instagram post about it? His apology. His apology. Yeah, to his family. His and heartfelt his... apology. The, the organization and the fans. I and... thought it was a little dramatic for weed. <laughs> yeah, but he's he, making it seem like he did something really bad. But um, what McCordy commented on it? Uh, a couple other guys. But I don't think like it ain't like uh, it ain't a major issue, you know? No, not at all. No, it's not. No, just more stupid well, from a smart person. It just shows uh. I mean, there's been talk about, since it happened, about if it had happened years ago. Like, how much things have changed in regard to our, the way we treat weed as a society. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. if it had happened in the 90s, like, getting caught with two ounces of weed in the 90s, um, they were saying Parcells would have cut you. Oh, and yeah. And that would have been it. And, I uh, like, it was, it was a much bigger deal back then. But now it's just, like, you know, I mean, more lenient. It, it's almost legal. and Well, Exactly. I what, mean, it was, it was still very illegal in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. So that's the difference. So but you yeah. foreshadowed some OBJ. Oh, yeah. Do you want you want Odell Beckham? All right, we got two guys, OBJ and Johnny Manziel, because it just came out that the uh, Patriots had, uh, they were, they were uh, present. 
for Johnny Manziel's practice, or he worked out for the Pats or something. Yeah. So. So what are we starting with, OBJ? Do you, you do you want either one? Do you want both? Do you want none? Let's start with the real one, which is OBJ. The real one? What do you mean, the real one? The real one, because OBJ is an actually talented player who can come in here and, and help us. Well, <laughs> Johnny Football beat Alabama, man. I don't know. He, Johnny Football is garbage. He's better than Tebow was. Is he? Talent-wise, I'd take him over Tebow. Tebow had more success in the NFL. I don't give a shit. Talent-wise. Talent-wise. Ta- ta- okay. I will talent win championships? I will take Johnny Manziel over Tim Tebow. I mean, that's not saying much, first of all. No, it's not. And Tim Tebow won, was a, a good one, starting court. He won one playoff game. because he What was the lucky. hell has Johnny Manziel won? He got lucky at that point. What the hell has Johnny Manziel done in the NFL? Besides, He got drafted some of the to the worst, Browns. What do you worst? expect? Yeah, okay. He had nothing around him. Yeah, he's also like been an alcoholic for the last few years, and well, he's, he's got, had issues with that. He's got mental problems too. He's just bipolar or whatever he claims. Okay, he so that's the guy you want to trust to be your starting quarterback. I'm saying between we we preface this with OBJ and Manziel, and then you said the real one. Yeah, I'm gonna because say because they both they're both potentially real. Because no, I don't think so. I don't think Johnny Manziel fell at all. So he they fake they fake. They figured it. Why not go look at him? Maybe you know, why not? Nothing to lose. I don't think he's coming here. Then again, we did bring in Tebow and work. Exactly. So <laughs> maybe but, maybe they'll try something. But no, he's not gonna. Think he's still got some talent, man. He might not be the pro. He's, he's always typical, had talent. He's not a typical. But quarterback. I called when he got drafted. I called that he was not going to be good in the NFL, and I was right. Well, so I'm sticking by that. Think how many. When we talk about this, though, how many quarterbacks have the Browns drafted? Yeah, I know. It's and how many of them have turned out good? None of them. They all suck. At at a point, it comes down to the organization that's drafting them and the coaches that they have. We'll see. So, who's to say that Manziel doesn't come here? And, you know, he's he's had a couple of years off. Maybe he's got his priorities straight. We he said, you know, we were talking about priorities. Who's to say he doesn't have his priorities straight? And, and he kind of, because he's counseling, I'm pretty sure. He takes the happy pills or whatever. It takes the, yeah, you know, it's been... But, but who's to say he doesn't come under a good a good quarterback guy like McDaniel? You know, who's to say that that talent long shot? That's all I'm saying. But you can't say it's not real. I don't think he has a future in the NFL. That's my opinion. Yeah, but I'm saying you can't say it's not real. That I'm the, you bring an OBG impact on the team. They, they'd bring in me guy for whoever they're gonna draft. Be in this guy. Who's to say they get Manziel this year? That means they don't trust the guys in this draft. The quarterbacks are out of this draft, so they're going to wait till next year. Well, yeah, but regardless. It's mean, basically fire, which is absolutely for the NFL, really. Yeah. If you look at uh, Manziel's college highlights, he's running around like... Yeah, I, mean, I equate them... He's running, he doesn't even protect the ball when he runs. Like he does Everything he does just doesn't look like an NFL quarterback to me. The reason I brought up Tebow was because I equate them the yeah. same. They, they were, I mean, they were like... Duds in college, yeah. No, nah, Tebow's a better NFL quarterback as of right now. As of right now. You're right. His rookie year. Yeah. If you compare years, Tebow was better. Yeah. I would, it's too bad we can't see how Tebow would have done if he was drafted overall. Yeah. Or whenever whenever the Browns drafted Manziel. If they if they if the Browns had basically if the Browns had taken 
what if the Browns took Tebow and um, team like the Broncos had man, you know, it's on the coaching too. And Tim Tebow had there was a couple pieces there. Yeah, but he and they drafted to even late. win the starting job over Brian Johnny Manziel couldn't. Okay. I'm just saying. He played. We have Brian, so yeah. right now we have a better quarterback than Johnny Manziel. Well, <laughs> as might not be a shitty player. He's like we, we both see. said. We both said he's got talent. If he's if he's got already straight, then and he works at it. He's if there's a there's a phrase, uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Right, but on the flip side of that, he's got the talent and he hasn't been working hard. Maybe it's funny someone finally kicked him in his ass to realize it ends up being in New England. Tell me in three, Johnny Manziel's throwing touchdowns for the Pats. You're not going to be cheering for him. Funny throws touchdowns for the Pats. I will. I don't. I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm pro Pats. I'm going to root for whoever they have. I'm, I just don't see being a good NFL quarterback. I never saw it, even when he was in college. I. So that's just my stance on Johnny Manziel. I, I did. I was, like I said before, I mean, I equated him and Tebow similarly. That's yeah. why I kind of compared him before. Um, I always hated Tebow. I don't like Tebow. So maybe that's a little biased on my point. Maybe. But I didn't really, I don't, I didn't really like Johnny Manziel in college. I don't really like college football players to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch college football. Yeah. I, uh, I have a few people that tell me which college players to watch, and I'll go watch some highlights. Right. You know? But I don't uh, I don't like college players. And it, like, it, it, it ain't the same game at all. No, it's not. I mean. That's why I say I don't think Manziel is built for the NFL. But we will see. He'd have to change his, his style of play from the way he played in college, obviously. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And maybe he's gotten a couple of years older. He's got a little bit of a beer gut now that he can't what work off. people had a battery level icon. Whoa, whoa. You but. see a lot of us here in need of a recharge. Sorry about that. <laughs> we got a commercial coming on, and we don't even have sponsors. Not yet. I know. Jesus. But, uh, but OBJ to New England. Do you want him or do you not? Man. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Hell no. Okay. No. I'm going to say, I mean, why would you say no? Too many distractions. Too much bullshit. Too much cocaine. Cocaine, <laughs> weed, fucking. Partying. Dancing. Corey doing the dancing at his buddy's wedding, at the other guy's wedding. Who does that sound like to you? Gronk? He ain't Gronk, though. He, don't, he So Gronk can dance, but OBJ can't? Gronk don't do coke. You don't know that. He ain't, been, he ain't been filmed. He ain't been filmed telling yeah. some other girl to go sleep with someone else. Hey, go sleep over there. Oh man. You know, and I mean, yeah, Gronk had a run with a porn star. All right, all right. Here's another one for you. Um, when when the Pats clinched last year, did they all go out on a fucking boat? Well, that that's what I was gonna bring up from last year. That that was bad. Oh, that's two probably years ago. two years ago. Yeah, that's probably the low point of OBJ's career so far. That fucking getting in a fight with a kicking net that, and that yeah, hitting get, him in the face. True. You know he's a, he's he's a distraction, but he's so 
freaking talented, man. He he's talented. I guess I guess here we go again with the talent. But I don't was it didn't Randy Moss have some distractions? We brought him in. Yeah, but Moss was more of a guy that just he didn't like his situation in Oakland. He didn't want to be there anymore. He Yeah. You know, he needed and I guess that's kind of similar to OBJ, but he wants to get paid. He wants an extension too. He wants to get paid. Yeah. I don't want to pay him. I don't want uh, I don't want to get stuck with that headache cuz then, you know, Brady retires in 2 years. Well, that's then the thing. If Brady was younger, I would I would be more likely to say, yeah, bring if him If he in was definitely. more the age when we got Moss. Right. Because how old was Brady when we got Moss? Like 30? I was going to say like maybe 32 or something. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, he still had a lot a lot left in the tank. Um, yeah, I mean, because then when Brady's gone, OBJ, I mean, Manziel and OBJ, they're good friends, right? Uh, yeah. Well, they used to be. They, I saw they were working out like a couple months ago together. Oh, were they? Yeah. So, well, uh... I yeah. don't know. Johnny don't... Johnny football to OBJ. That's the future of the Pats. I don't want OBJ. <laughs> All right. Wait, so you don't like distractions, but you'll bring in Johnny Manziel? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I mean, come on. He's done... There's pictures of him doing coke, too. I'm saying... There's pictures I was of more, I was, doing coke. I was more offended at the fact that you said it wasn't a real thing, because it is a real thing, that they could bring him in. They could. I don't think it's going to... Go anywhere. I don't think he'll end up being a starting quarterback. But if I were to compare the two, I mean, they're if I were to weigh the odds of bringing them both in together, if, if you if you want to talk about the like, off-field stuff, they're pretty much the same. Yeah, they, they both had their share of issues. They both been on camera with cocaine. They both like <laughs> you yeah. know had all those issues. I don't think OBJ has produced more on the field. Yeah, I mean if. All right, so if I was going to take one of the two, I, I guess I'm not taking either one of them. Yeah. But if I were to take one of the two, I'd probably take OBJ. I'd take him for one year, for this one year that we have left. I would not sign him to a contract, and if he was going to hold out. Oh, yeah, one year, it. one year, see how it goes. But if but if he was going to hold out for his extension, then I wouldn't take him at all. Yeah. Because obviously he's going to hold out anywhere he goes if he does I that. just think he would make our team better. He's better than Brandon Cooks. No disrespect to Cooks, but he's better. Yeah, he's a. He's, I don't know, the way in that whole locker room last year. In New in New York. Yeah, I don't know. That, I mean, they, they were a, they were a mess. Their whole team was a mess. And he was injured for half, uh, for most of the year, anyways. But yeah, uh, actually. And part of the other reason I don't want OBJ here, I know why I don't, because I picked him in fantasy football a couple of years ago and he fucking porked me. <laughs> so fuck him. All right. So you got a personal grudge. Yep. And Manziel never did nothing wrong to my fantasy football team. I'm taking OBJ. But I'm not Manziel any day. <laughs> if they're spending money just to spend money, I don't want either of them. Mm-hmm. There's a need. But there's not a need for either one of them. I no, I I wouldn't say there's a need right now for either one of them. But like we saw, we talked about Cooks last week. He's only going to get better. Yeah, he's got to. Well, he's got to get more better awareness where right. he is in the field. Right. He's going to get knocked out again. Well, yeah. <laughs> but he's what twenty three, twenty four. I mean, he's got, he's got it, time to grow. He's right around the same age as Odell. Right. Odell's a little 
taller, I think. Yeah. And he's got he's got more fight for the ball. He's got better awareness. Yeah. But cooks don't got you fucking worried about seeing them all over your Twitter, you know. Which who's to say Belichick wouldn't be able to tame both of those guys? Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, but I don't. I, I could don't see know. OBJ coming here, and like we said, he could, he's still going to mature. I, he's not going to be, you know, the reckless person that he is for the rest of his career, I don't think. I think that's kind of just like being a young guy making millions of dollars. Yeah. You know? Maybe. I don't know. I don't trust either one of them, I guess. Neither. No. But. I mean, I, yeah. But. They both, they so both I got, have some baggage. So I got nose across the board. All right, but I'm a I'm a maybe on OBJ, but I I'm a no on either one of those, but I'm a yes on Manziel's better than Tebow. Okay, well as of right now you don't have any proof of that, but we'll see after this year. What are their college stats? No, we're talking NFL. I'm, we can go all the way back. We can pull them both up. I'm ta- I'm talking NFL. The vet Tebow is a better NFL quarterback. Which is sad, because he wasn't even that good. But Manziel's been garbage so far. Maybe he'll... I don't know. Maybe he'll turn it around. What else we got? We got some music. We do have some music. We got some new music from... uh, We got new music from Cynical, featuring Terminology. A couple weeks old. Um... We got some new token, some new M dot, yep, new Millies, and some new Eastie. Who? Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, we got a little something. We got a little Eastie. We'll get there. Um, we'll yeah, save that for last. We um, so we'll start off with Cynicals. Cynicals joint with terminology. He's uh, he just he released it. Um, I think a couple days after Valentine's Day, or a couple weeks late on it. Okay. But um, about a month late. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> a little over a month, huh? But um, he's also got April sixth. He's got a track featuring Slane coming out. Nice. Uh, called Think They Know. Ferreira Styles on the hook. Ferreira. Yeah, I got. It's, Ferreira's on the track with Slane. Well, he's only got like a little bit. Um, he's got like the short part in the chorus. Yeah. Um, but cynical needed a singer. Nice. I Very networked nice. the two of them together. Very nice. You know, it is what it is. Now they're uh, going to be doing records. Well, right. They did a record together with Slane. Um, and uh, both recorded at um, The Bridge, Yep. which is um archetype spot out in Cambridge. Uh, where the hell is this? This thing ain't in alphabetical order now. What the hell? Uh-oh. We're having some issues here. There we go. This one's called Dreams. This is cynical in terminology. Word. Oh. Where's Cynical from? Cynical is, I believe, originally from Fall River. Fall River. How the hell do you get the Bluetooth on? Jesus. I don't know how to work an iPhone. Cynical's from Fall River. Uh, Fall River, Bridgewater, somewhere. Terminology from Lawrence, of course. Repping that. ST to squad. Yep. An archetype out of still gold. Him and Mo Pope. Come on now. 
Well, we got a little bit of technical difficulty pulling up We're this cynical there. record. Halfway there. We're halfway there. Whoa. Living on a prayer. There you go. Some music for you while we wait. Some, uh... Oh, there we go. All right, we're in. We're plugged in. So, uh... Yeah, this track, um... I like this track. When we went... when I went with Ferreira, and, uh... We hit the, uh... Hit the bridge. Yeah. And, um... Archetype was finishing this. Uh, finishing mixing this for Cynical. Nah. I mean, that dude works his ass off. Cynical, archetype, term, they all do. Oh, yeah. Archetype was just like, the way he was mixing was flying through it. Yeah. So easy for doing. But, anyways, well, um, I'm going to start it a little bit in uh, Cynical's verse. And then we'll go through the hook and uh, play a little bit of term. Right. Slow. I should have learned that the drive is in the vision. No eyes behind the fitted low. Finish line is the pinnacle. Motherfucker is funny until I break your nose. Back to the basics, rocking ASICs with the basement flow. I was eight years old, dreaming about fellatio. My teachers told me to use my imagination, though. See, I was raised alone, thought to be an anomaly. Probably because the modesty, honestly, I'm a prodigy. Lot of me, and I read between the lines like in geometry. Pardon me for my knowledge and rhyming and terminology. So yeah, that, it's called Dreams, oh, yeah. Cynical Featuring Terminology. You can I, find that on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music. Um, is Apple Music and iTunes the same thing? Yes. Okay. I believe they are. All right. <laughs> it used to be iTunes, now it's Apple Music. All right. <laughs> so get it on there. Um, I, he's got it on his Facebook page, facebook.com slash cynical. I believe you might even be verified on... Uh, Ooh. On Spotify, big shot. Got that blue check, blue check mark. Uh, but yeah, make sure you look look for that. Um, and slain, uh, cynical feature and slain in Ferrer styles, produced by my dog, Flip Jackson. Flip Jackson. Uh, that's coming out April sixth. Um, again, Apple Music, Title, Spotify, Title. Yeah, he's, he's on, on Title. He's on Title. Damn. All right, so everywhere. Everywhere you can find music. Yep, you find Cynical, man. He's a uh, he's good dude. Love good it. Good dude. Love it. Good artist. Works hard. Works his ass off. Good guy. Local guy. Yeah, he's living out, I <laughs> uh, think he's out in, um, I don't know where he's at now, but I know he's been moving around, but he's still always, a mess. Always repping. Yep, always exactly. Repping. Hardly home, but always, no. Hardly home, no. but always repping. No. <laughs> he's, he's just, uh, just a spitter, man. He can just... Rap, rap Hell his yeah. ass off. First Love heard it. about him through the grind mode ciphers. They just dropped uh, cipher with Ren Thomas from uh, VH1's show. There signed, I think it was called. Yeah, 
Ren Thomas, fucking animal. Good stuff. Yeah. We got some, uh, it's some more, though. Jack, you got some shit for us, huh? Yeah, we got a little token. If you don't know token, he's been, uh, been around. He's been around. He's been one of the bigger rappers in New England for a couple of years now. He's, what, 19 years old now? Still young. Still can't even drink at his shows. Still can't even drink at his shows. Can't drink outside the shows either, but. No, but he can rap. He can rap his ass off. He can rap his ass off. So here's his new song called Still Believe in Heroes. Came came out a couple weeks ago. Check it out. My best friend do not got a mommy and he jealous of me So I hug her extra tight before she's ready to sleep In the morning I got lots to do and places to be Mommy crying in the kitchen, I pretend I don't see Then I grab my bag, I say goodbye and then she says it to me As I'm walking out the door, I wonder what's expected of me I love my mama and I wanna make her problems go away But I don't wanna see a child and whose parents are me a couple days ago, I sat down in the kitchen with her And she told me that she hate the way she look And she get lonely when I'm gone cause she got nowhere to turn So she tried to lose herself inside her book The conversation ended as I'm feeling like a horrible son But I kept it in, I didn't say a word Because I knew that it would only make it worse Mommy taught me confidence and now she insecure Mommy taught me not to be afraid of mistakes. Mommy taught me always to follow a dream. Mommy taught me how to deal with the pressure. But now when the pressure don't belong to me. Mommy taught me always be grateful and share. Mommy taught me always to do what's fair. It's not that I don't care, it's that I care too much. And I still believe in heroes. I still believe in everything you taught me. That's why I can't believe your fucking nerve. You just complain, complain, complain. I don't think I get the treatment I deserve. Because I think about you all day. I don't focus and I feel my stomach turn. Then you tell me not to worry about it. Mind you, would just eat your fucking words. Shit, took me years just to say this. So I ain't leaving one thing out. When I see a tear on your face, it's only thing I can't think about. Only thing I want to fix. If I can't help, then I flip out. I saw you cry driving me to school. Then you wondered why I got kicked out. See, I thought this shit was okay. My homie found out when he don't. When I told him I can't hang today Cause my mom depressed, she can't be alone You taught me not to bite my tongue You taught me I control my fate You taught me how to get shit straight You taught me what is fair, this ain't Shit, I don't wanna hear about what could be Why the fuck you gotta let the past control you I don't wanna hear about a fight with daddy Or about the money daddy owe you I don't wanna hear that you feel ugly You more beautiful than you just could imagine I don't wanna be in this position When I listen, thinking you don't know how good you have it You can be homeless with no money When the wind blows and there's snow coming You can be like dad living the same life every day and going home to nobody. At least you got me, huh? At least you got heat, huh? Token. So that song obviously is about his mother. Um, I mean, typical, typical token, heartfelt track. You got the, uh, you got a video? Yeah, there's a video for it. Check out the video. He dropped a video with the song a few days ago. So it's called Still Believe in Heroes. Um, just a great ode to his mother, you know, just like those, 
you know, Tupac's Dear Mama, Kanye, Hey Mama. Yep. There's been some great hip-hop songs about moms. Yep. Mamas. Another one to add to the list. Gotta love moms. Yep. Love your mother. <laughs> so, respect to Token for, uh... Keeping up that grind, too. Keeping up that, yeah, I mean, he's been... Been all over the world. All over the world, and he's, it seems like he never goes, you know, more than a couple months without putting something out. Exactly. He's, uh, man, he's started, he's been rapping since he was in, like, fifth grade, but he started making a buzz when he was, like, 13, 14. Now he's, like, 19. Yep. He's been co-signed by R.A. the Rugged Man, Joel Ortiz. Um, you know, a lot of great rappers. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, I met Token back, uh, when I went out to L.A. Oh, yeah? And, um, it was, it was cool. Um, back then, um, I was with the Have Notters. Yeah. And, um, was out in L.A. for the Team Backpack auditions, uh, 2014, 2015. Okay. I think 15. No, I think 14. I think it was three years yeah. ago. Yeah. Man, so yeah. that's like r- yeah. right before he really started to take off. Yeah, it was 2014. and um, So we're out at the Mission Underground. And um, I had the Have Not a Shirt on walking through the venue. And John Glass, his producer, yep. um, the head of Glass House Production Show, my man John Glass, yep. um, comes up to me. He goes, yo, you're from the Have Notters. Um he goes with he goes token composition. I'm John Glass, um, and I think we had met in passing before, but um, I reintroduced myself, told him I'm Easty, uh, da da da, and um, no, they were. I mean, they they showed me love for my for the verse that I had. And yeah, they were really like real down to earth people, real um, awesome, just real fucking people. You know, nice. And they were young back then too. Like oh, yeah. I was. I mean, they must have been what fourteen then, thirteen. I was 22, so if I'm 25 now, Token's 19. Yeah, they were like 16, 15 to 16. Damn. Yeah, him and Composition were out there, and uh, John Glass, all three of them, and uh, love it. Yeah, seen them out a few grind mode shows. I've been seen them around. Done a couple shows with Token, and uh, done a couple with Composition. Yeah, and they're uh, man, that kid Composition's beast too. Yeah. Shout out to Composition. Hell yeah. Get something out there so we can put you on here, brother. Yeah, as soon as you put something out, you'll be on. Um, what else we got? We got we some... Got, uh, we got Millie's. We got some brand new Millie's. We got some new Millie's. Millie's also uh, tweeted out last night that uh, he's got a... Uh, he's working... He's about to get in his bag. He's got an album with a legend that he's working on. Album with a legend. Our guest would be Jadakiss. He's done a couple songs with Jadakiss. They spent a lot of time together. They were at the Celtics game together a couple weeks ago. No. To- I mean, uh, Millie's brought Jade out to the Celtics game. Millie said, all bars. Show him how we do it in Boston. But that should be... If it is Jadakiss, that'll be good. Hell yeah. If not, who knows? it's a legend. Yeah. So Better <laughs> be pretty expect- damn good. I'm expecting good things. Exactly. But uh, here's the latest from Millie's. Came out this week. It's called No Time For You. Hey, I 
ain't got no time for you. Add the money to the pot and then we minus you. You was hating on the low, I couldn't climb with you. So I'ma reach the mountain top, then I'ma shine on you. Gang. Lit like La Marina. Back a couple years, we used to bag the cocaine. You was hating on me from the jump, I should've knew it. on those records. Always some bounce. I saw you bouncing in your chair. I was bouncing. <laughs> Millie's, yeah, his music will get you up, get you moving. Um, that is the first <laughs> first single, I believe, off of... Blanco. 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 They call me Blanco. Yeah, if you know his most popular song, Lessons, you know that they call him Blanco. Dope in the Fanto. Dope in the Fanto. Speaking of Spano. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, four four twenty seven, April twenty seventh. That's exactly a month from today. Yep. Exactly a month from today, the Blanco mixtape will be coming out. He's calling this the mixtape before the album. So my guess is an album this summer probably. Called Blanco. The the mixtape's called Blanco. Yeah, but it's the mixtape before the album. Is the album also called Blanco? True. It could. It might be. Is that why he put that little thing there? Is he? Well, he's just letting us know he's dropping an album after, but it could be it. You Maybe know. it's the same name. I don't know. You know. Well, no, what I'm saying is like it's almost like a subtitle. Yeah. Blanco, the mixtape before the album, and then... Like, almost yeah. like the the prelude. Yeah. Or, you know. Either way, we're getting a lot of millies for the summer that yeah. we can bump with the windows down once the weather gets warm. Hell yeah. Get, get the bouncing in the car. You Hell know? yeah. <laughs> So, shout out to Millie's. Hell yeah. Cambridge, Cambridge's own. We uh, got a little M dot. Got a little M dot. And then we're going to wrap it up with, uh, with a little Easty. Yeah. Um, shout out to M dot over in Germany right now. Yep. And uh, actually, uh, this record that you got for us, he shot the video over in Germany. Yeah, right. he's he's been shooting a lot of videos. He's been overseas for... Touring. Yeah, touring the last couple of months. Hell yeah. He's, um, if you've seen his videos before, he's always, like, kind of, like, innovative on these videos, too. He was the first one to do that 360 video. Um, I don't know if you've seen that one. It's like you can take the screen and spin it all around. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you can do it on the phones now. Yeah. Um, I remember he did. Oh, yeah, he did the 360 video. That's right. He did that. And then he did another one where it's, like, 
they got him standing on the world or something. Like he's got these. The, whoever directs his videos, fucking got uh he got they got a real good vision for videos and yeah. real good execution as well. Hell yeah, with uh, how they come out. But um, you know. So this one is called. What do we got? It's called Ricochet. He got it in the email. Got it in the email from uh, what's the dude's name? Some no, it's someone who someone who represents him. He's got Jack's got the in. I got. Tell him how you got I, the in. Tell him how you, I got the in. Tell him how you got the in. The day this uh, the day this dropped, his manager, or whatever, I think it's his manager, emailed me because I've done write ups on him before. So. Tell him how it all started, that. though. What? Real quick. Tell him how it all started. What? How what started? How he was all pissed before. Oh, you you remember that? <laughs> I remember, man. The elephant don't forget. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, my most successful hip hop article to date was top about, ten about two years ago. The top artist. Yeah, it was it was the hottest. It was 2016. It was the title was Massachusetts hip hop is having a breakout year. If you look that up, you'll find it. But I did an article um, just on, you know, the biggest artists in New England at the time because there's a lot of dudes blowing up, joining Lucas, Token, you know, all those guys. And I wasn't familiar with Dot at this point. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say, so, make sure, because it, wasn't like, you, it, wasn't, it yeah. wasn't like you omitted him off. No, it wasn't like I knew who he was, and I was like, nah, this guy doesn't deserve a spot. Um, yeah, so I put that out. It started to spread a little bit, like, you know, the people who were on it were happy about it. The people who weren't on it were not happy about it. And I got a message on, or M. Dot tweeted at me, and he was, he said, "Stick to sports journalism" or something like that. <laughs> but uh, and now he's sending his videos in your email. Well, I looked him up, and I realized, you know, he has some clout, and he's been around for about, you know, over a decade. Well, and and he's good. And, well, and he's good. Like that's the main thing. Yeah. But I was like. You know, I should have known. I should have known who he was before I made the article. But I didn't. But now that I'm familiar with his music, I'm a fan, and I write about him, and we're cool now. So Yeah, no, that's what's <laughs> up. Like, it's a cool story. Yeah, know? no, it is. It is. You got to tell him how it started to tell him how it ends, you know? Exactly. You just can't just be like, oh, I got this in my email from his manager. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. So, know, yeah, we all know you're now. cool, Jack, but like... <laughs> See, I didn't know if they knew, so... M-Dot knows you're cool. <laughs> Here's his new song, Ricochet. M-Dot, EMS. Shout out to my man, Census. We in Germany, what are you doing? Uh-huh. 
then sell them some merch. Your girl's cute, homie. I am me, a hell of a fun. Yeah, bro, you can tell them a jerk. Pissed off every rap song. How you selling that work? Something more clever. The flow's cold like no jacket in some poor weather. Make your bones shiver. The mind of a tone setter. The grind of a go getter. My climbing was prophetic. I predicted it. Was scoping it out. These doubters open them up. Can't talk though with a dick in it. Bullshit facts. That's something that don't live here. No debate is split here. A pit bull, no clip ears. And I'm ready to chew. These rappers are steel, skunk beer, peppy the pew. Yeah, I'm certain up at these new rappers of the soft type. And I'm seeing red like I'm sitting at a stoplight. It's go time, homie. You bitter? Cause you got no shine, homie. But don't blame me, cause you didn't really work enough. Gotta affect your skills, son. Man, you ain't no real thugs. Those type of cats don't speak out. Just put holes in your bone tissue that you leak out. I've been dope. Respected men, I've been ill. You say you've been famous, why your pockets got that lip still? Tired of the lies, don't admire these guys. What you hear on the radio, Illuminati, they try to disguise. I ain't afraid, though, to voice what I feel, right? Don't need a cat, cut them bats, ropes, and steel pipes. That new M dot. That new M dot. Little boom bap for you. Hell yeah, boom bap on a Tuesday. Love it. That's uh shout outs to Emdoff for rocking that headshots hat too. Hell yeah. Shout outs to the team over at Headshots, my main slant with Teb. Yep. INF, Mellow D. Love it. Sully. I don't I don't know if he's kinda here and there. Love There's it. a couple shows here shout and out there. Shout out to I think. Sully. Yeah, shout outs to <laughs> Sully. You might remember him from the uh what, M T V? Or VH1 show. White, the White Rapper show? <laughs> yeah, was it MTV or was it VH1? I don't know. That was a long time ago. But, hey, you got songs with Busta Rhymes and Joe Budden, so. That's true. Doing something right. Yeah. But, uh. But yeah, M-Dot. Yeah. Killing it over in Germany on tour right now. Killing it. And, um. He's, yeah. uh, his album last year, he dropped an album last year called, uh. Ego and the Enemy. Ego and the Enemy. It was the number one selling album on undergroundhiphop.com last year. Hell yeah! Shout out to M Dot. So, shout out to M Dot. It's Bye. a big accomplishment. And then uh, we're gonna wrap things up here. Before we get, before we wrap it up, just want to uh, we do want to apologize. We ran you a little. We, we ran a little late today. Ran a fucking lot late today. If you're uh, still with us, then you know. Props to you. Yeah, hell yeah! You must have a lot going on today. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, no. In all honesty, don't, thank don't you. disrespect our listeners like that. No, 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 I'm just joking. I'm, I know. They know I'm joking. They should. Yeah, we'll try. You know, Going we, forward, we're going to try not to make two-hour segments. Yeah. This is uh, this is a first for us for a two-hour segment. Yeah. But it's a first and only. We're getting, we're getting Unless a little, we got a special. The thing is, we're getting a little too comfortable here. Well, we got... <laughs> and there's a shitload of shit to talk there about. There is a shitload of shit to talk about, but we get so comfortable up here, we forget... We forget about time and we just start talking about things. <laughs> so well, it's all right. Sometimes <laughs> I mean it's good. It's good. But so all in all, so little background real quick. Um, we might as well just, uh, just play this. You know, yeah. ride out with this. I just get into it. This but, is um, Easty. No, well, no, no. I'm saying might as well just run out. Like have what? this run the run the show up. Is what I'm saying. Oh, so I don't. So we might not get two hours. You know, let me just give a little, a little background on it before. So we're gonna play the song and then it's gonna be over. 
is what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Say goodbyes. All right. Then let's talk. It'll be like the outro. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's talk about it first. So, this is the first. When's the last song you dropped before this one? It's uh, been a while. So my last solo song. Or not even solo, just song in general. Um, the last song we dropped was um, the plug, E and F. What did we? The plug and where you at? What was that? Um, you dropped a video over the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did that, and then we dropped. Um, did we drop anything else? I don't think we did. Yeah, I've been so. I've been on a couple features here and there, but yeah, yeah. I guess basically since the summer. Um, so first first song in a while, first solo song in a long time. Yeah, at least a year, yep. year and a half. But um, you know, just uh, my man P. Blaze, Paul Blaze. He's uh, shout outs to him too, man. He just finished up playing hockey overseas. Word. And uh, professional hockey overseas. Word. At that, um, they made the playoffs. Um, so shout out to my dude. And uh, so he basically he sent me this. Beat, I don't know, six eight months ago, right okay. before his birthday, a couple of days before his birthday, asked if I could get it done before his birthday because he wanted to put a, his tape out uh, on his birthday and he wanted to have this as part of it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I couldn't get it all recorded by the end by then, but um, got it recorded. You know, we um, sent it, I sent it over to him. He mixed it. Yeah. Um, and he's done um, Tayyib Bali. Uh, nice. He used to be big a couple of years ago. I don't. Ty Bali, yeah, no, he has he has some good tracks. Um, people has done a few records for him. He's like they talk all the time. Nice. Um, he's got good rapport with him. Um, but yeah, he basically uh, he's got he. I mean, he works with a bunch of dope artists. He's a very good producer, including yourself. I don't want to toot my own horn, but beep beep, motherfucker. You don't have to toot your own horn. I'll toot it for you. Great. Honk. Song. No, I'm just I'm just saying, great song. I uh, I've been waiting for some solo shit from you. It's been a while. I appreciate it. It's been a while, man. It has. And, uh, and uh, I is... was when I saw this on Facebook the other day. I was like, finally, like I was excited. Hell yeah! And I listened, and you didn't disappoint. You brought the energy. You brought the bars. I had to. Uh, you keep getting better. I had to make up for lost it's time. It's been. For those of you who don't know, me and me and Easty here have been friends for over a decade, and that's around the time that you started rapping. I think. Yep, a couple yeah, of years around before. the time you started recording. Yeah, yeah. First, uh, yeah, that that summer after eighth grade, and man, I met your freshman year. Absolutely, and the growth has been incredible, and that's just a testament to your work ethic. Obviously, I'm trying. That's I'm trying. that's all it is. I mean, you don't get better without hard work. So, well, exactly. If you look at the growth over the last ten years; it just shows how you know the work you've been putting in. So, as a music fan, I appreciate that. And uh. We, um, so I released this on Saturday. Yep. And, uh, shot the video for it on Sunday with Sean Smoke, Smokescreen Visuals. Word. Who's, um, out in LA right now. We gotta get up on this kid, Kyle Bent, that he's working with, too. Yeah. Um, I think he's from Boston. Okay. He lives out in LA now, kind of does, doing the Cousin Stiz thing. Yeah. But, um, so we shot a video for it. It's on Facebook, available on Facebook, available on YouTube. It's called Respect. Easty, like, check it out. Like Easty on Facebook. Yeah, like Easty on Facebook, ENF, Boston's Big Podcast, Boston's Big Four. You got any projects coming out soon? Um, In the works? You know, I got, I mean, I still got a whole tape written that I just 
haven't there gotten you go. recorded so you, yet. So. You got some stuff in the vault. You're just waiting for the right time. Exactly. There and I got go. we got records that are already done that haven't been released yet. You know, just right. Sometimes it all comes down to timing. Exactly. So enjoy respect. Here we go. We'll talk to you next week. Your co-host, Easty. Yeah, you. <coughs> Whatever that means to you. Who? You got it. But know this shit hard. Yeah, you. If ever there comes yeah, you. when it gets down to tomorrow and it's you and me. Let's go. Kid. I will lay you the fuck out. You will respect my conglomerate You started from the bottom, bitch Now you just the bottom, bitch Fuck the competition I'm taking out the whole populace With the lava spit My name's synonymous with dominance I spit that raw cocaine That swing your jaw both ways Talking like LaVar when you ain't got lies Your game, I'ma walk it for the sky You done stole my low flame Even if I give you cocaine You still gon' be a no-name Trying to feel the pros pain They call me Hernandez So the Tom Brady shotty Tommy gun going bananas You hanging like you wearing You got rent or drop That ain't your whip in your video, that's what meant the prize is lyrical. Exercise, keep beats and easy. That golden era, why you selling your soul for retweets? Shit, I'm the bees, easy. You gon' need BCs. Army, Navy, Air Force, and the Marines to beat me. I see the scenes. I see the future in the bright lights, the white nights. But I treat every track like fight night. Put the gloves on, I hope you fight better than you rap. That might be a better laugh. Either way, you punch wrong in one song. I rob them all, give me the checks. 50 mil for 50 cents. Sound like 50 real and dead. I feel the best. I mean, I feel it in my chest. And it becomes more clear. Every cloud I blow a zest. See, I'm destined for that hot spot. Ain't settling for less. They say I got away with words like I'm a member of the press. I hate these cats talk a lot, but it's never in the flesh. Forever internet, these pussies got the fish breath I'm an octical bully, you the other side of the pillow Kid ain't innocent, nah, you still a little bitch Lips quivering when you going off a ball with me Honestly, I sever all the reasons I don't give an inch I'm a star in the making, I guess they call it a proto Sit back and watch this photo, give a real life photo That means a shoot, we gon' keep it on the loto You the tiniest pixel and I'm the whole damn photo Load this to your mobile, blast it in your automotive Getting older in this life and I'm seeing a lot of Poses. God bestowed us with his sons, and I'm the second one he chosen. Fuck a lethal weapon, homie. This the bomb that just exploded. I'm a poet. Ammunition loaded in my right hand. He drama bullet. Every line I put it for their lifespan. I've thrown on that platinum. Colder than the ice, man. They know that I'm a monster, so the light is on their nightstand. Always on their night game. I'm coming for that stash spot. I'ma know your schedule. Right up to the last drop. Face paint, dressing goofy rappers, and you mascots. They know that I'm the killer. Said you should rip the mask off. So what is it you want? Reminding you the perfect set I think your mom said it all Cause mommy gave you birth effects I'm the perfect threat Yeah my weed all that purple mess And I could murder death So you rappers ain't worth the stress Fuck a diss A verse for me is on your bucket list So you gon' duck facing me Like a girl with a puppet lips Speaking of which That girl sucking dick Almost thought I was a waiter I serve and she let a tip Yeah them perky tits I had a squirt in your fist That curvy ass bouncing up and down Perfectly to this 5.30 in the morning Hit the gym and then I spit Rolling up the three fifth, they owe it's easy in his bitch ENF baby. Yeah, baby. Yo. Talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bars. Bars. Yeah, so Gronk, you know, he um I don't know, he's gonna do what he's gonna do, you know? Yeah, yeah have fun. I mean you can't stop him. No. <laughs> At this point, and the Patriots is... actually have given him a lot of leeway. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, not, they they allow him to be his own person off the field, and, and yeah, L S Fiesta.
Isn't that Spanish for he is party? No, it's yo soy fiesta. I know, but I'm saying he is party. I'm not saying I am the party. Yeah, you're right. El Fiesta. El Esta Fiesta. El Esta Fiesta. See, we can do a little bilingual on here. Yeah, a little bit. Took a little Spanish at BCI. You know, here and there. Dabbled in it. Un poco. Un poco. Oh, man. Ah, So, yeah, he he had some comments. He had a, well, he spoke, Belichick spoke with the Boston media the other day. Yeah. Gave more of a, was kind of a little more open with them. Uh, they asked him about Brady, his relationship with Brady today. Asked how he, if he had talked with him uh, following Robert Kraft's comments yesterday about saying that there was no tension. Yeah. And um, although that's what he said at the Super Bowl. Um you know, now he's saying, oh, tension was, I had tension back when we were losing. He said there's more tension when there's losing than there's winning. Back when ba- uh, Robert Kraft was saying when, like, kind of when Parcells. In the 90s? Or, yeah, like yeah. Parcells had, like, the 5-11 and 11 year or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Belichick was 5-11 and 11 his first year. Was it? Yeah. That okay. was the, uh, his first year before Brady came. Yeah. So, um. You know, he's saying there was more tension back then when the team was losing than there was when, um, like, than there is now, basically. And, um, you know, when they asked, they kind of asked Brady if he had, I mean, Belichick, if he had talked to Brady today, following up on Kraft yesterday, and Belichick said he had answered it the other day. Yeah. He talked about, when he talked with the Boston media. Um, But other than that, he was kind of, like, cheerful with the I wouldn't say cheerful, but he was. Cheerful. He wasn't the cheerful same. Cheerful and Bill Belichick don't go. Don't he wasn't go the same Bill Belichick. He wasn't the right. stingy pushing the microphones out of the way Belichick. Yeah, he was. But yeah. um, regarding the Brady comments the other day, he said, "Oh, me and Tom talk all the time." Yeah. Well, they, or they, would they have talked or, or whatever? Basically. I'm sure they do talk a lot. Yeah, exactly. It's like talking to your boss. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, sometimes you don't it's always been his get boss along, for 18 years. Exactly. We got some other. Uh, Pat stuff though, you know some more some some stuff to do with the players. OBJ. Uh, I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> start with uh, we got back to back week weeks with the weed, man. People oh, getting caught I with for, the weed. You know, I, I didn't even write this down on my cheat sheet because I completely forgot. But yeah, Deron Harmon. Last week we talked about Big Baby. Now with, De- the, with the weed. Now Deron Harmon got, got the weed. With the weed. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, he, he had, what, two ounces almost? Yeah, God damn. for Costa Rica. Look, I'm I'm all about the weed, but the hell do you need two ounces for for a vacation? <laughs> and he had, like, a dab pen, too, and, like, uh, all mean, sorts of shit. I mean, was it a boy's trip? Was it a family trip? We don't know. We don't know who he was going How with. How long was he going for? Yeah, was he going for a month and a half? Cause if that was the case, then, okay, it's a little more understandable. Well, I don't think, I but, think... Can you not find weed in Costa Rica? Well, I mean, coming from, uh, I mean, I mean, would you, if you were, if you were a millionaire, would you? I wouldn't try to sneak weed onto a plane, like not that much. No, no, you're no. not gonna get away with that. Not well, that much. You can sneak like an eighth onto a plane. You can't sneak two ounces onto a plane. Well, you could probably sneak two ounces on if you didn't have it just laying right on top of your luggage. Well, he had it in an Arizona can. 
Oh, is that what it was? Well, yeah. Who, bring, who brings an Arizona can right. on the plane? It wasn't an actual Arizona can, though. It was no. one of those those ones. Twisty one. Yeah, one of those ones. But uh, Why wouldn't he bring, like, the shaving cream? Why wouldn't he buy the shaving cream? Exactly. Oh, well, That's actually, what they were saying. That uh, he, he can't fit two ounces in there. Right. But but something more practical. Not that I know Something more practical than a fucking Arizona. Like, who the hell packs an Arizona can for a flight? <laughs> oh, you know, he, they don't got no Arizona yeah. down there. The 99 cents Arizona can. Not in Costa Rica, they don't have it. It's no. a United States thing yeah. only, man. It's two bucks in Costa Rica. Yeah, exactly. You can't get that deal. <laughs> can't get that 99 cent Arizona. But as far as finding, finding weed in Costa Rica, I wouldn't picture, um, like, uh, I mean, not to say, like, a millionaire, like, Duran Hoff is not your typical millionaire, like, button, like, suit and tie and everything. Mm -hmm. But, like, he is a millionaire when you bring it down. He's got millions of dollars. He does have a lot of money, yes. And, I mean, are you really going to be wanting to go around on the streets asking who got the weed? I mean, when you're I've an heard, NFL, I've heard Costa Rica is one of those places where people just come up to you and and ask if you're looking for it. You know, uh, like in Vegas, uh, they do that in Vegas. But <laughs> regardless, when regardless, and when you're down there, they they got you trapped down there. So there's, I mean, unless you meet a nice person, you probably I mean, no get matter, ripped off. No matter how you look at it, trying to sneak two ounces on a plane is ballsy. Oh yeah, and you're you're at risk for getting caught there. And it's nothing serious. It's just weed. Like he'll be fine. Yeah, he's not gonna get in trouble. No, but it's. I it's mean, not it's, the it's person. It's more just embarrassing. For well, then you just <laughs> wouldn't expect it from Deron Harmon. You know, he's. Well, I don't know. I don't know who smokes and who doesn't. Well, and, no, you know, I don't but... know who smokes and who doesn't. But he's a pretty smart person. He make like he's, that's true. He seems like he knows. He's got a good head on his shoulders. You know, he ain't yeah. Matt Slater. Do you see his uh, his Instagram post about it? His apology. His apology. Yeah, to his family. His heartfelt his... apology. The, the organization and the fans. I thought it was a little dramatic for weed. <laughs> yeah, but he was he... making it seem like he did something really bad. But um, what McCordy commented on it. Uh, a couple other guys. But I don't think like it ain't like uh it ain't a major issue, you know? No. Not at all. No, it's not. No. Just more stupid well, from a smart person. It just shows uh I mean there's been talk about since it happened about if it had happened years ago, like how much things have changed in regard to our the way we treat weed as a society. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah. if it had happened in the nineties, like getting caught with two ounces of weed in the nineties um, they were saying Parcells would have cut you, oh, and yeah. that would have been it. And I uh, like that was it was a much bigger deal back then. But now it's just like, you know, I mean, more lenient. It, it's almost legal. And well, exactly. I mean, it was it was still very illegal in the nineties. Yeah, exactly. So that's the difference. So but you yeah. foreshadowed some OBJ. Oh yeah. Do you want you want Odell Beckham? All right, we got two guys. OBJ and Johnny Manziel, because it just came out that the uh, Patriots had, uh, they were, they were um, present for Johnny Manziel's practice, or he worked out for the Pats or something. Yeah. So. So what are we starting with, OBJ? Do you, or... you, do you want either one? Do you want both? Do you want none? Let's start with the real one, which is OBJ. The real one? What do you mean, the real one? The real one, because OBJ is an actually talented player who could come in here and 
and help us. Well, <laughs> Johnny Football beat Alabama, man. I don't know. Johnny Football is garbage. He's better than Tebow was. Is he? Talent-wise, I'd take him over Tebow. Tebow had more success in the NFL. I don't give a shit. I'm you talking talent-wise. Talent-wise. Ta- ta- okay. I will talent win championships? I will take Johnny Manziel over Tim Tebow. That's not saying much, first of all. No, it's not. And Tim Tebow won, was a, a good one, starting court. He won one playoff game. because What the lucky. hell has Johnny Manziel won? He got lucky at that point. What the hell has Johnny Manziel done in the NFL? Besides, He got drafted to the, the worst, Browns. What do you worst? expect? Yeah, okay. He had nothing around him. Yeah, he's also like been an alcoholic for the last few years, and well, he's, he's got, had issues with that. He's got mental problems too. He's just bipolar or whatever he claims. Okay, he is. so that's the guy you want to trust to be your starting quarterback? I'm saying between we we preface this with OBJ and Manziel, and then you said the real one. Yeah, I'm gonna because say because they both they're both potentially real. Because no, I don't think so. I don't think Johnny Manziel fell at all. So he they fake they fake. They figured it. Why not go look at him? Maybe you know, why not? Nothing to lose. I don't think he's coming here. Then again, we did bring in Tebow and work. Exactly. So <laughs> maybe but, maybe they'll try something. But no, he's not gonna. Think he's still got some talent, man. He might not be the pro. He's, he's always typical, had talent. He's not a typical. But I call, when he got drafted, I called that he was not going to be good in the NFL, and I was right. Well, so I'm sticking by that. Think how many. When we talk about this, though, how many quarterbacks have the Browns drafted? Yeah, I know. It's and how many of them have turned out good? None of them. They all suck. At at a point, it comes down to the organization that's drafting them and the coaches that they have. We'll see. So, who's to say that Manziel doesn't come here? And, you know, he's he's had a couple of years off. Maybe he's got his priorities straight. We he said, you know, we were talking about priorities. Who's to say he doesn't have his priorities straight? And, and he kind of, because he's in counseling, I'm pretty sure. He takes the happy pills or whatever. It takes the, yeah, you know, it's been part of But. Who's to say he doesn't come under a good, a good quarterback guy like McDaniel? You know, who's to say that that talent long shot? That's all I'm saying. But you can't say it's not real. I don't think he has a future in the NFL. That's my opinion. Yeah, but I'm saying you can't say it's not real. That I'm the, see, you bring an OBG impact on the team. They, they'd bring in me guy for whoever they're gonna draft. Brady and this guy. Who's to say they get Manziel this year? That means they don't trust the guys in this draft. The quarterback out of this draft, so they're going to wait till next year. Well, yeah, but regardless, it's basic yeah. fire, which is absolute for the NFL, really. Yeah, I you look at uh, Manziel's college highlights. He's running around like. Yeah, I, mean, I equate them. He's running, he doesn't even protect the ball when he runs. Like he does everything he does, just doesn't look like an NFL quarterback to me. The reason I brought up Tebow was because I equate them the yeah. same. They, they were, I mean, they were like buds in college. Yeah. Nah. But, Tebow's a better NFL quarterback as of right now. As of right now. You're right. His rookie year. Yeah. If you compare years, Tebow's better. Yeah. I would, it's too bad we can't see how Tebow would have done if he was drafted first overall. Yeah. Or whenever whenever the Browns drafted Manziel. If they if they if the Browns had basically if the Browns had taken what if the Browns took Tebow and um team like the Broncos had Manziel. You know, it's on the coaching too, and Tim Tebow had there was a couple pieces there. Yeah, but he and they drafted to even late. win the starting job over Brian Johnny Manziel couldn't. Okay, 
I'm just saying. He played. We have Brian, yeah. So right now we have a better quarterback than Johnny Manziel. Well, <laughs> as might not be a shitty player. He's like we, we both see. said. We both said he's got talent. If he's if he's got already straight, then and he works at it. He's if there's a there's a phrase. Uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Right. But on the flip side of that, he's got the talent and he hasn't been working hard. Maybe it's funny someone finally kicked him in his ass to realize it ends up being in New England. Tell me in three, Johnny Manziel's throwing touchdowns for the Pats. You're not going to be cheering for him. When he throws touchdowns for the Pats. I will. I don't, I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm pro Pats. I'm going to root for whoever they have. I'm, I just don't see being a good NFL quarterback. I never saw it, even when he was in college. I'd, so that's just my stance on Johnny Manziel. I, d- I did. I was, like I said before, I mean, I equated him and Tebow similarly. That's yeah. why I kind of compared him before. Um, I always hated Tebow. I don't like Tebow. So maybe that's a little bias on my point. Maybe. But I didn't really, I don't, I didn't really like Johnny Manziel in college. I don't really like college football players to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't watch college football. Yeah. I, uh, I have a few people that tell me which college players to watch, and I'll go watch some highlights. Right. You know? But I don't uh, I don't like college players. And it, like, it, it, it ain't the same game at all. No, it's not. I mean. That's why I say I don't think Manziel's built for the NFL. But we will see. He have to change his, his style of play from the way he played in college, obviously. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And maybe he's gotten a couple of years older. He's got a little bit of a beer gut now that he can't what work What if people off. had a battery level icon? Whoa, whoa. But, see a lot of us here in need of a Sorry about that. <laughs> we got a commercial coming on, and we don't even have sponsors. Not yet. I know. Jeez. But, uh, but OBJ to New England, do you want him or do you not? Man. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Hell no. Okay. No. I'm going to say, I mean, why would you say no? Too many distractions? Too much bullshit. Too much cocaine? Cocaine, <laughs> weed, fucking... Partying? Dance at, Corey doing the dancing at his buddy's wedding, at the other guy's wedding. Who does that sound like to you? Gronk? He ain't Gronk, though. He, don't, he So Gronk can dance, but OBJ can't? Gronk don't do coke. You don't know that. <laughs> he ain't been he ain't been filmed he ain't been filmed telling yeah. some other girl to go sleep with someone else. Hey, go sleep over there. Oh man. You know? And I mean yeah, Gronk had a run with a porn star. Oh, alright. Here's another one for you. Um when when the Pats clinched last year, did they all go out on a fucking boat? Well that that's what I was gonna bring up from last year. That that was bad. Oh, That's two probably years ago. two years ago. Yeah, that's probably the the low point of OBJ's career so far. That fucking getting in a fight with a kicking net that, and that yeah, hitting get, him in the face. True. You know he's a, he's he's a distraction, but he's so freaking talented, man. He he's talented. I guess I guess here we go again with the talent. But I don't was it. Didn't Randy Moss have some distractions? We brought him in. Yeah, but Moss was more of a guy that. Just he didn't like his situation in Oakland. He didn't want to be there anymore. He, yeah, 
you know, he needed, and I guess that's kind of similar to OBJ, but he wants to get paid. He wants an extension, too. He wants to get paid. Yeah. I don't want to pay him. I don't want, uh, I don't want to get stuck with that headache. Because then, you know, Brady retires in two years. Well, that's the thing. If Brady was younger, I would, I would be more likely to say, yeah, bring if him If he was definitely. more the age when we got Moss. Right. Because how old was Brady when we got Moss? Like 30? I was going to say like maybe 32 or something. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, he still had a lot. A lot left in the tank. Um, yeah, I mean, because then when Brady's gone, OBJ, I mean, Manziel and OBJ, they're good friends, right? Uh, yeah, well, they used to be. They, I saw they were working out like a couple months ago together. Oh, were they? Yeah. So, well, uh, yeah. I don't know. Johnny, don't... Johnny football to OBJ, that's the future of the Pats. I don't want OBJ. <laughs> All right. Wait, so you don't like distractions, but you'll bring in Johnny Manziel? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I mean, come on. He's done, there's pictures of him doing coke, too. I'm saying, there's pictures I, was of more, I, was, I was more offended at the fact that you said it wasn't a real thing, because it is a real thing, that they could bring him in. They could. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I don't think he'll end up being a starting quarterback. But, if I were to compare the two... I mean, they're, if I were to weigh the odds of bringing them both in together... If, if, you, if you want to talk about the uh, off-field stuff, they're pretty much the same. Yeah. They, they've both had their share of issues. They've both been on camera with cocaine. They've both, like, you yeah. know, had all those issues. I don't think... OBJ has produced more on the field. Yeah. I mean, if... Alright, so if I was going to take one of the two, I, I guess I'm not taking either one of them. Yeah. But, if I were to take one of the two... I'd probably take OBJ. I'd take him for one year, for this one year that we have left. I would not sign him to a contract, and if he was going to hold out oh, until yeah. he one got year. it. One year, see how it goes. But if but if he was going to hold out for his extension, then I wouldn't take him at all. Yeah. Because obviously he's going to hold out anywhere he goes if he does I that. just think he would make our team better. He's better than Brandon Cooks. No disrespect to Cooks, but he's better. Yeah. He's a... He, I don't know. The way in that whole locker room last year in New in New York. Yeah. I don't know. That was, I mean they, they were shit. A, they were a mess. Their whole team was a mess. And he was injured for half, uh, for most of the year anyways, but Yeah. Uh, actually and part of the other reason I don't want OBJ here, I know why I don't. Cuz I picked him in fantasy football a couple of years ago and he fucking porked me. <laughs> so fuck him. All right. So you got a personal grudge. Yep. And Manziel never did nothing wrong to my fantasy football team. I'm taking OBJ. But I'm not. Manziel any day. <laughs> if they're spending money just to spend money, I don't want either of them. Mm-hmm. There's a need. But there's not a need for either one of them. I, no, I, I wouldn't say there's a need right now for either one of them. But. Like we saw, we talked about Cooks last week. He's only going to get better. Yeah, he's got well, to get more better awareness. Where right. he is in the field. Right. He's going to get knocked out again. Well, yeah. <laughs> but he's, what, 23, 24. I mean, he's got, he's got it, time to grow. He's right around the same age as Odell. Right. Odell's a little taller, I think. Yeah. And he's got, he's got more fight for the ball. He's got better awareness. Yeah. But Cooks don't got you fucking worried about seeing him all over your Twitter. You know? Which, who's to say Belichick... Wouldn't be able to tame both of those guys. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, but I don't. 
I, I could don't see OBJ coming here and like we said, he could, he's still going to mature. I, he's not going to be, you know, the reckless person that he is for the rest of his career, I don't think. I think that's kind of just like being a young guy making millions of dollars. Yeah. You know? Maybe. I don't know. I don't trust either one of them, I guess. Neither. No. But, I mean, I, yeah. But, they both, they so both I got, have some baggage. So I got nose across the board. All right. But, I'm a I'm a maybe on OBJ, but I I'm a no on either one of those, but I'm a yes on Manziel's better than Tebow. Okay, well as of right now you don't have any proof of that, but we'll see after this year. What are their college stats? No, we're talking NFL. I'm, we can go all the way back. We can pull them both up. I'm ta- I'm talking NFL. The vet, Tebow is a better NFL quarterback, which is sad because he wasn't even that good. But Manziel's been garbage so far. Maybe he'll, I don't know. Maybe he'll turn it around. What else we got? We got some music. We do have some music. We got some new music from, uh, we got new music from Cynical, featuring Terminology. All right. A couple weeks old. Um, we got some new Token. Some new M-Dot. Yep, new Millies, and some new Eastie. Who? Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, we got a little something. We got a little Eastie. We'll get there. Um, we'll yeah, save that for last. We um, so we'll start off with Cynical's Cynical's joint with Terminology. He's uh, he just he released it. Um, I think a couple days after Valentine's Day, or a couple weeks late on it. Okay. But um, about a month late. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> a little over a month, huh? But um, he's also got April sixth. He's got a track featuring Slane coming out. Nice. Uh, called Think They Know. Ferreira Styles on the hook. Ferreira. Yeah, I got. It's, Ferreira's on the track with Slane. Well, he's only got like a little bit. Um, he's got like the short part in the chorus. Yeah. Um, but Cynical needed a singer. Nice. Very I networked nice. the two of them together. Very nice. You know, it is what it is. Now they're uh, gonna be doing records. Well, right. they did a record together with Slane. Um, and uh, both recorded at um, the Bridge. Yep. Which is um, archetype spot out in Cambridge. Oh, where the hell is this? This thing ain't in alphabetical order now. What the hell? Uh-oh. We're having some issues here. There we go. This one's called Dreams. This is cynical in terminology. Word. Oh. Where's Cynical from? Cynical is, I believe, originally from Fall River. Fall River. How the hell do you get the Bluetooth on? Jesus. I don't know how to work an iPhone. Cynical's from Fall River. Uh, Fall River, Bridgewater, somewhere. Terminology from Lawrence, of course. Repping that. ST the squad. Yep. An archetype out of still gold. Him and Mo Pope. Come on now. Oh, we got a little bit of technical difficulty pulling up We're this cynical there. record. Halfway there. We're halfway there. Whoa. Living on a prayer. There you go. Some music for you while we wait. Some, uh... Oh, there we go. All right, we're in. 
I'm plugged in. So, uh, yeah, this track, um, I like this track. When, when we went, when I went with Ferreira and, uh, we hit the, uh, hit the bridge. Yeah. And, um, Archetype was finishing this, uh, finishing mixing this for Cynical. Nah. I mean, that dude works his ass off. Cynical, Archetype, Terram, they all do. Oh, yeah. Archetype was just like, the way he was mixing was flying through it. And yeah. So easy for doing. But, anyways, well, um, I'm going to start it a little bit in uh, Cynical's verse. And then we'll go through the hook and uh, play a little bit of Terram. Featuring terminology, you can find that on Spotify, Title, Apple Music. Um, is Apple Music and iTunes the same thing? Yes. Okay. I believe they are. All right. <laughs> it used to be iTunes. Now it's Apple Music. All right. So <laughs> get it on there. Um, I, he's got it on his Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash/cynical. Believe you might even be verified on uh, on Spotify. Big shot. Got that blue check. Blue check mark. Uh, but yeah, make sure you look look for that. Um, and slain, uh, cynical feature in slain and for rare styles produced by my dog, Flip Jackson. Flip Jackson. Uh, that's coming out April sixth. Um, again, Apple Music, Title, Spotify, Title. Yeah, he's, he's on, on Title. Title. He's on Title. Damn. All right. So everywhere, everywhere you can find music. Yep, you find cynical man. He's uh he's a good dude. Love good it. dude. Love it. Good artist. Works hard. Works his ass off. Good guy. Local guy. Yeah, he's living out, <laughs> uh, I think he's out in, um, I don't know where he's at now, but I know he's been moving around, but he's still always, a mess. Always repping. Yep, always exactly. Rapping. Hardly home, but always, no. Hardly home, no. but always repping. <laughs> no. He's just, he's just, uh, just a spitter, man. He can just rap, rap Hell his yeah. ass off. First Love heard it. about him through the grind mode ciphers. They just dropped uh, Cypher with Ren Thomas from uh, VH1's show there. Signed, I think it was called. Yeah. Ren Thomas, fucking animal. Good stuff. Yeah. We got some uh, it's some more, though. Jack, you got some shit for us, huh? Yeah, we got a little token. If you don't know token, he's been... Uh, been around. He's been around. He's been one of the bigger rappers in New England for a couple of years now. He's what? 
19 years old now. Still young. Still can't even drink at his shows. Still can't even drink at his shows. Can't drink outside the shows either, but... No, but he can rap. He can rap his ass off. He can rap his ass off, so here's his new song called Still Believe in Heroes. Came Came out a couple weeks ago. Check it out. My best friend do not got a mommy and he jealous of me So I hug her extra tight before she's ready to sleep In the morning I got lots to do and places to be Mommy crying in the kitchen, I pretend I don't see Then I grab my bag, I say goodbye and then she says it to me As I'm walking out the door, I wonder what's expected of me I love my mama and I wanna make her problems go away But I don't wanna see a child and whose parents are me a couple days ago, I sat down in the kitchen with her, and she told me that she hate the way she look, and she get lonely when I'm gone, cause she got nowhere to turn, so she tried to lose herself inside her book. The conversation ended as I'm feeling like a horrible son, but I kept it in, I didn't say a word, because I knew that it would only make it worse. Mommy taught me confidence, and now she insecure. Uh. Mommy taught me not to be afraid of mistakes. Mommy taught me always to follow a dream. Mommy taught me how to deal with the pressure. But now when the pressure don't belong to me. Mommy taught me always be grateful and share. Mommy taught me always to do what's fair. It's not that I don't care, it's that I care too much. And I still believe in heroes. I still believe in everything you taught me. That's why I can't believe your fucking nerve. You just complain, complain, complain. I don't think I get the treatment I deserve. Because I think about you all day. I don't focus and I feel my stomach turn. Then you tell me not to worry about it. Mind you, would just eat your fucking words. Shit, took me years just to say this. So I ain't leaving one thing out. When I see a tear on your face, it's only thing I can't think about. Only thing I want to fix. If I can't help, then I flip out. I saw you cry driving me to school. Then you wondered why I got kicked out. See, I thought this shit was okay. My homie found out when he don't When I told him I can't hang today Cause my mom depressed, she can't be alone You taught me not to bite my tongue You taught me I control my fate You taught me how to get shit straight You taught me what is fair, this ain't Shit, I don't wanna hear about what could be Motherfuck, you gotta let the past control you I don't wanna hear about a fight with daddy Or about the money daddy owe you I don't wanna hear that you feel ugly You more beautiful than you just could imagine I don't wanna be in this position When I listen, thinking you don't know how good you have it You could be homeless with no money When Wind blowing, this snow coming. You could be like dad, living the same life every day and going home to nobody. At least you got me, huh? At least you got heat, huh? Token. So that song obviously is about his mother. Um, I mean, typical, typical token, heartfelt track. You got the, uh, you got a video? Yeah, there's a video for it. Check out the video. He dropped a video with the song a few days ago. So it's called Still Believe in Heroes. Um, just a great ode to his mother, you know, just like those, you know, Tupac's Dear Mama, Kanye, Hey Mama. Yep. There's been some great hip-hop songs about moms. Yep, it's mamas. Not, another one to add to the list. Gotta love moms. Yep, love your mother. <laughs> so, respect to Token for uh, 
Keeping up that grind, too. Keeping up that, yeah, I mean, he's been... Been all over the world. All over the world, and he's, it seems like he never goes, you know, more than a couple months without putting something out. Exactly. He's, uh, man, he's started, he's been rapping since he was in, like, fifth grade, but he started making a buzz when he was, like, 13, 14. Now he's, like, 19. Yep. He's been co-signed by R.A. the Rugged Man, Joel Ortiz. Um, you know, a lot of great rappers. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, I met Token back, uh, when I went out to LA. Oh, yeah? And, um, it was, it was cool. Um, back then, um, I was with the Have Notters. Yeah. And, um, was out in LA for the Team Backpack auditions, uh, 2014, 2015. Okay. I think 15. No, I think 14. I think it was three years yeah. ago. Yeah. Man, so yeah. that's like r- yeah. right before he really started to take off. Yeah, it was 2014. and um, So we're out at the Mission Underground. And um, I had the Have Not a Shirt on walking through the venue. And John Glass, his producer, yep. um, the head of Glass House Production Show, my man John Glass, yep. um, comes up to me. He goes, yo, you're from the Have Notters. Um he goes with he goes token composition. I'm John Glass, um, and I think we had met in passing before. But um, I reintroduced myself, told him I'm Easty, uh, da da da. And um, no, they were. I mean, they they showed me love for my for the verse that I had. And yeah, they were really like real down to earth people, real um, awesome, just real fucking people. You know, nice. And they were young back then too. Like oh, yeah. I was. I mean, they must have been what fourteen then, thirteen. I was 22, so if I'm 25 now, Token's 19. Yeah, they were like 16, 15 Damn. to 16. Damn. Yeah, him and Composition were out there, and uh, John Glass, all three of them, and uh, love it. Yeah, seen them out Here a few grind mode shows. I've been seen them around. Done a couple shows with Token, and uh, done a couple with Composition. Yeah, and they're uh, man, that kid Composition's beast too. Yeah, shout out to Composition. Hell yeah. Get something out there so we can put you on here, brother. Yeah, as soon as you put something out, you'll be on. Um, what else we got? We got some. We got uh, we got Millies. We got some brand new Millies. We got some new Millies. Millies also uh, tweeted out last night that uh, he's got a uh, he's working. He's about to get in his bag. He's got an album with a legend that he's working on. Album with a legend. Our guest would be Jadakiss. He's done a couple songs with Jadakiss. They spent a lot of time together. They were at the Celtics came together a couple of weeks ago. No. To- I mean, uh, Millie's brought Jade out to the Celtics game. Millie said, all bars. Show them how we do it in Boston. But that should be... If it is Jade kiss, that'll be good. Hell yeah. If not... Who knows? It's a legend, so... <laughs> Better be <laughs> pretty expect- damn good. I'm expecting good things. Exactly. But uh, here's the latest from Millie's. Came out this week. It's called No Time For You. Yeah. I ain't got no time for you. Add the money to the pot and then we minus you. You was hating on the low, I couldn't climb with you. So I'ma reach the mountain top, then I'ma shine on you. Gang. Yeah. Lit like La Marina. Back a couple years, we 
Shawty, she ain't even vibe with you. Damn. But fuck that shit, let's get it. Oh, four hours off the porch with jumps all in my fit. If that girl is lower than the eight, I cannot hit it. Ten toes by my business, see I'm ten toes and committed. I, I ain't got no time for you. Add the money to the pot and then we minus you. You was hating on the low, I couldn't climb with you. So I'ma reach the mountaintop and I'ma shine on you. Millie's. That's his newest single. There's a video that goes along with it, No Time For You. Always got some bounce on those records. Always some bounce. I saw you bouncing in your chair. I was bouncing. <laughs> Millie's, yeah, his music will get you up, get you moving. Yep. Um, that is the first <laughs> first single, I believe, off of... Blanco. 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 They call me Blanco. Yeah, if you know his most popular song, Lessons, you know that they call him Blanco. Dope in the Fanto. Dope in the Fanto. Speaking of Spano. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 4 27, April 27th. That's exactly a month from today. Yep. Exactly a month from today, the Blanco mixtape will be coming out. He's calling this the mixtape before the album. So my guess is an album this summer, probably. Called Blanco. The, the mixtape's called Blanco. Yeah, but it's the mixtape before the album. Is the album also called Blanco? True. It could. It might be. Is that why he put that little thing there? Is he... Well, he's just letting us know he's dropping an album after, but it could be it. You Maybe know. it's the same name. I don't know. You know. Well, no, what I'm saying is like it's almost like a subtitle. Yeah. Blanco, the mixtape before the album. and then Like almost yeah. like the, the prelude. Yeah. Or, you know. Either way, we're getting a lot of millies for the summer that yeah. we can... Bump with the windows down once the weather gets warm. Hell yeah. Get get the bouncing in the car. You Hell know? yeah. <laughs> so, shout out to Millie's. Hell yeah. Cambridge, Cambridge's own. We uh, got a little M dot. Got a little M dot. And then we're going to wrap it up with uh, with a little Eastie. Yeah. Um, shout out to M dot over in Germany right now. Yep. And I uh, actually... Uh, this record that you got for us, he shot the video over in Germany. Yeah, right? he's he's been shooting a lot of videos. He's been overseas for... Touring. Yeah, touring the last couple of months. Hell yeah. He's, um... If you've seen his videos before, he's always, like, kind of, like, innovative on these videos, too. He was the first one to do that 360 video. Um, I don't know if you've seen that one. It's like you can take the screen and spin it all around. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you can do it on the phones now. Yeah. Um, I remember he did... Oh, yeah, he did the 360 video, that's right. He did that, and then he did another one where it's like, they got him standing on the world or something. Like, he's got these... The, whoever directs his videos fucking got, uh, he got... They got a real good vision for videos and yeah. real good execution as well. Hell, yeah. With uh, how they come out. But, um, you know. So this one is called... We got, it's called Ricochet. Hold on. We're getting there. We got it in the email. Got it in the email from uh what's the dude's name? Some no, it's someone who someone who represents him. 
He's got Jack's got the in. I got, Tell him how you got the in. Tell apparently, you, I got the in. Tell him how you got the in. The day this, uh, the day this dropped, his manager or whatever, I think it's his manager, emailed me because I've done write ups on him before. So tell him how it all started, that. though. What? Real quick, tell him how it all started. What? How what started? How he was all pissed before. Oh, you you remember that? <laughs> I remember, man. The elephant don't forget. Oh man, yeah. So. My most successful hip-hop article to date was... Top about, 10. About two years ago. A top artist. Yeah, it was It was the hottest. It was 2016. It was The title was Massachusetts Hip-Hop is Having a Breakout Year. If you look that up, you'll find it. But I did an article um, just on you know the biggest artists in New England at the time because there's a lot of dudes blowing up, joining Lucas Token, you know, all those guys, and... I wasn't familiar with M. Dot at this point. <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna say, so, make sure because it wasn't like you. It wasn't. It yeah. wasn't like you omitted him off. No, it wasn't like I knew who he was, and I was like, "Nah, this guy doesn't deserve a spot." Um, yeah, so I put that out. It started to spread a little bit. Like, you know, the people who were on it were happy about it. The people who weren't on it were not happy about it. And I got a message on or M. Dot tweeted at me. And he was, he said, stick to sports journalism or something like that. <laughs> but uh, And now he's sending his videos in your email. Well, I looked him up and I realized, you know, he has some clout and he's been around for about, you know, over a decade. Well, and, and he's good. And, well, and he's good. Like, that's the main thing. Yeah. But I was like, you know, I, I should have known. I should have known who he was before I made the article. But I didn't. But now that I'm familiar with his music, I'm a fan, and I write about him, and we're cool now. So yeah, no, that's what's up. Like it, it's a cool story. You yeah, know? no, it is. It is. You gotta tell him how it started. To tell him how it ends. You know, exactly. you just can't just be like, oh, I got this in my email from his manager. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. So, know, yeah, we're, we all we're know you're now. cool, Jack. But like, <laughs> see, I didn't know if they knew. So, M Dot knows you're cool. <laughs> Here's his new song, Ricochet. M.E.M.S. Shouts to my man Census. We in Germany, what are you doing? I've never been afraid to let Don't live here, no debate is split here, it's a pit bull, no clip ears. 
and I'm ready to chew. These rappers are steel, skunk beer, peppy the pew. Yeah, I'm certain up at these new rappers of the soft type. And I'm seeing red like I'm sitting at a stoplight. It's go time, homie. You bitter? Cause you got no shine, homie. But don't blame me, cause you didn't really work enough. Gotta affect your skills, son, man. You ain't no real thugs. Those type of cats don't speak out. Just put holes in your bone tissue that you leak out. I've been dope, been respected, man. I've been ill. You say you've been famous, why your pockets got that lid still? Tired of the lies, don't admire these guys. What you hear on the radio, Illuminati, they try to disguise. I ain't afraid, though, to voice what I feel, right? Don't need a cat, cut them bats, ropes, and steel pipes. That new yeah, M dot. That new M dot. A little boom bap for you. Hell yeah. Boom bap on a Tuesday. Love it. That's uh shout outs to M dot for rocking that headshots hat too. Hell yeah. Shout outs to the team over at Headshots, my main slant with Teb. Yep. INF. Mellow D. Love it. Sully. I don't I don't know if he's kinda here and there. Love There's it. a couple shows here shout and there. Shout out to Sully. Yeah, shout outs <laughs> to Sully. You might remember him from the uh what, M T V? Oh, VH1 show. White, the White Rapper show? <laughs> yeah, was it MTV or was it VH1? I don't know. That was a long time ago. But, hey, you got songs with Busta Rhymes and Joe Budden. So. That's true. Doing something right. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, M. Dot. Yeah. Killing it over in Germany on tour right now. Killing it. And um, he's, uh, his album last year, he dropped an album last year called... Uh, Ego and the Enemy. Ego and the Enemy. It was the number one selling album on undergroundhiphop.com last year. Hell yeah. Shout out to M Dot. So, shout out to M Dot. It's a big accomplishment. And then uh we're gonna wrap things up here. Before we get before we wrap it up, just want to uh we do want to apologize. We ran you a little <laughs> we we ran a little late today. We ran a fucking lot late today. If uh, you're still with us, then you know props to you. Yeah, hell yeah, you must have a lot going on today. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, no, in all honesty, not, thank don't you. Don't disrespect our listeners like that. No, 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 I'm just joking. I'm, I know. They know I'm joking. They should. Yeah, we'll try. You know, going we, forward, we're going to try not to make two-hour segments. Yeah. This is uh, this is a first for us for a two-hour segment. Yeah. But it's a first and only. We're getting, we're getting Unless a little, we got a special. The thing is, we're getting a little too comfortable here. Well, we got... <laughs> and there's a shitload of shit to talk there about. There is a shitload of shit to talk about, but we get so comfortable up here, we forget... We forget about time and we just start talking about things. So well, it's all right sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's good. But so all in all, so little background real quick. Um, we might as well just, uh, just play this, you know, yeah. ride out with this. I just get into it. This but, is um, Easty. No, well, no, no, I'm saying might as well just run out, like have yeah. this run the run the show up. Is what I'm saying. Oh, so I don't. So we might not get two hours. You know, let me just give a little, a little background on it before. So we're gonna play the song and then it's gonna be over. Is what you're saying? Yeah. All say right. Say goodbyes. All right. Then let's talk. It'll be like the outro. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's talk about it first. So, this is the first. When's the last song you dropped before this one? It's uh, been a while. So my last solo song. Or not even solo, just song in general. Um, the last song we dropped was, um, the plug, ENF, right. uh, what are we, the plug and where you at, what was that? Um, you dropped a video over the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we did that, and then we dropped, um, 
Did we drop anything else? I don't think we did. Yeah, I've been so. I've been on a couple features here and there, but yeah, yeah. I guess basically since the summer. Um, so first first song in a while, first solo song in a long time. Yeah, at least a year, year yep. and a half. But um, you know, just uh, my man P. Blaze, Paul Blaze. He's uh, shout outs to him too, man. He just finished up playing hockey overseas. Word. And uh, professional hockey overseas. Word. At that. Um, and they made the playoffs. Um, so shout out to my dude. And uh, so he basically, he sent me this beat, I don't know, six, eight months ago. Right okay. before his birthday. A couple days before his birthday, asked if I could get it done before his birthday. Because he wanted to put a, his tape out uh, on his birthday. And he wanted to have this as part of it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I couldn't get it all recorded by the end, by then. But um, got it recorded, you know. We um, sent it, I sent it over to him. He mixed it, yeah. Um, and he's done um, Tayyib Ali. Uh, nice. He used to be big a couple of years ago. I don't. Tayyib Ali, yeah. No, he has he has some good tracks. Um, P. Blaze done a few records for him. He's like they talk all the time. Nice. Um, he's got good rapport with him. Um, but yeah, he basically uh, he's got he. I mean, he works with a bunch of dope artists. He's a very good producer, including yourself. Hold on, toot my own horn, but beep beep, motherfucker. You don't have to toot your own horn. I'll toot it for you. Great honk. Song. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, great song. I uh, I've been waiting for some solo shit from you. It's been a while. I appreciate it. It's been a while, man. It has. And, uh, and uh, this I is... was when I saw this on Facebook the other day. I was like, finally, like I was excited. Hell yeah! And I listened, and you didn't disappoint. You brought the energy. You brought the bars. I had to, uh... You keep getting better. I had to make up for lost it's time. It's been... For those of you who don't know, me and me and Easty here have been friends for over a decade, and that's around the time that you started rapping, I think? Yep, a couple but of years around before. Around the time you started recording. Yeah. Yeah. First, uh... Yeah, that, that summer after eighth grade. And man, I met you freshman year. Absolutely. And the growth has been incredible, and that's just a testament to your work ethic, obviously. Trying... That's Giant. that's all it is. I mean, you don't get better without hard work. So, well, exactly. You look at the growth over the last ten years; it just shows how you know the work you've been putting in. So, as a music fan, I appreciate that. And uh, we, um, so I released this on Saturday. Yep. And uh, shot the video for it on Sunday with Sean Smoke, Smokescreen Visuals. Word. Who's um, out in L.A. right now? We got to get up on this kid Kyle Bent that he's working with too. Yeah. Um. I think he's from Boston. Okay. He lives out in L.A. now, kind of does, doing the Cousin Stiz thing. Yeah. But, um, so we shot a video for it. It's on Facebook, available on Facebook, available on YouTube. It's called Respect Easty. Like, check it out. Like Easty on Facebook. Yeah, like Easty on Facebook, ENF, Boston's Big Podcast, Boston's Big Four. You got any projects coming out soon? Um, in the works? You know, I got, I mean, I still got a whole tape. Written that I just haven't there gotten you go. recorded so yet. You, you so. got some stuff in the vault. You're just waiting for the right time. Exactly, there and I go. got we got records that are already done that haven't been released yet. You know, just right. Sometimes it all comes down to timing. Exactly. So enjoy, respect. Here we go. We'll talk to you next week. Your co-host, Easty. Yeah, you. <coughs> Whatever that means to you. Who? You got it. But know this shit hard. Yeah, you. If ever there comes yeah, a time you. when it gets down to the morrow and it's you and me. Let's go. Kid. I will lay you the fuck out. Oh.
you gon' respect my conglomerate. You started from the bottom, bitch. Now you just the bottom, bitch. Fuck the competition. I'm taking out the whole populace with the lava spit. My name's synonymous with dominance. I spit that raw cocaine. Let's swing your jaw both ways. Talking like LaVar when you ain't got lines. Your game, I'ma walk it for the sky. You done stole my low flame. Even if I give you cocaine, you still gon' be a no name. You trying to feel the pros pain. They call me Hernandez. So the Tom Brady shot him. Tommy Gun going bananas. You hanging like you wearing. You got rental drive. That ain't your whip in your video. That's from Enterprise. It's lyrical exercise. Keep beats and EC. That golden era. Why you selling your soul for retweet shit? I'm the bees easy. You gon' need BCs. Army, Navy, Air Force, and the Marines to beat me. I see the scenes. I see the future in the bright lights. The white nights. But I treat every track like fight night. Put the gloves on. I hope you fight better than you rap. That might be a better laugh. Either way, you punch wrong in one song. I rob them all. Give me the checks. 50 mil for 50 cents. Sound like 50 real and dead. I feel the best. I mean, I feel it in my chest. And it becomes more clear. Every cloud I blow a set. See, I'm destined for that hot spot. Ain't settling for less. They say I got away with words like I'm a member of the press. I hear these cats talk a lot, but it's never in the flesh. Forever internet. These pussies got the fish breath. I'm in octical polio. You the other side of the pillow. Kid ain't innocent. Nah, you still a little bitch. Lips quivering when you going ball for ball with me. Honestly, I sever all the reasons I don't give an inch. I'm a star in the making. I guess they call it a proto. Sit back and watch this photo. Give a real life photo. That means a shoot. We gon' keep it on the loto. You the tiniest pixel and I'm the whole damn polo. Load this thing. I'm over blasted in your automotive. Getting older in this life and I'm seeing a lot of poses. God bestowed us with his sons and I'm the second one he chose. And fuck the lethal weapon, homie. This the bomb that just exploded. I'm a poet. Ammunition loaded in my right hand. He dropped my bullet. Every line I put it for their lifespan. I strones on that platinum. Colder than the ice, man. They know that I'm a monster. So the light is on their nightstand. Always on that night game. I'm coming for that stash spot. I'ma know your schedule. Right up to the last drop. Face paint. Dressing goofy rappers and you mascots. They know that I'm the killer. Yes. Future rip the mask off. So what is it you want? The mommy of the perfect set. I think your mom said it all. Cause mommy gave you birth effects. I'm the perfect threat. Yeah, my weed. All that purple mess. And I can murder death. So you rappers ain't worth the stress. Fuck the diss. A verse from me is on your bucket list. So you go drop facing me like a girl with a puppet lips. Speaking of which, that girl sucking dick. Almost thought I was a waiter. I serve and she let a tip. Yeah, them perky tits. I had a squirt in the abyss. That curvy ass bouncing up and down perfectly to this. 5.30 in the morning. Hit the gym and then I spit. Rolling up the 350. Yo, it's Easty in this bitch. ENF, baby. Yeah, baby. Yo. Talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bars. Bars.